Hi, everyone. Welcome back again. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Iconist Podcast. <laughs> um, one of your hosts here, Barry 3D for Deep Dark Delicious, Barry 3D Carter. And I'm kicking it off with usual, always, my cousin, my best friend, and, and my co-host, Mr. Yeah, DJ Rod C. That's me, people. <laughs> On the shoulder. You're getting old. He tried to do he tried to do a swish instead of a flip, and, and and when he was mixing and it, he threw off his he threw off he broke up his, his wrist, right? No, okay. That's okay. That's what happened. You see, that's what happened when you had to carry you know turntables back in the day. You all don't know about that. You all don't know about that. Yeah, you don't know about those crates, crates, crates. Oh gosh, crates. That's right. That's right. Everyone had a this way. As a DJ, you had to walk in there with you know your turntables, speakers, set that up. And then you had to get friends who we put on the guest list to bring crates in for you and then be there at the beginning of the party to the end of the party and then help you break down all the equipment, put it back in the car or the van and then go home. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you right now, as the biggest joke, I know we're going sidestepping for a real second. <laughs> I had, I still have it downstairs. I have a crate. Um, I have the equivalent of... Crates are normally about, you know, everybody should know crates are normally the size of, you know, a milk carton of milk, milk crate, crate, whatever that's the case right, is. That's right. right. That's what that is. I have one big crate. That's the equivalent of maybe two and a half. And what it is, if you go to your hardware store and you have those bins, those green, those, those beige bins with the green top, like you fold out, like you have it on your, on your patio, like if you were putting the cushions and stuff. So it's easily, you're easily looking at about four feet, kind of something full of records. Times I used to take that by myself and just throw that on my shoulder and walk in like like a big speaker, like yeah, I'm coming to you. Yes, it's records, man. It's records. Just just let me in quick, and it's just killing my shoulder. Yeah, when I tell people when I have to help me move, and they look at us like, uh, that's your records? Yep. You have all your records there? Yeah. Sometimes I have to carry it by myself. What the? Yeah. But it's fun now. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's how I feel my shoulder. Anyway, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're having fun today. This is um, a special, a special event. We are, we are on the cuff of watching a crazy show that um, been for me. I've just, I'll say for me, I've been waiting since the announcements, since I heard this is coming down the pipeline. It's one of those things you like saying. You like you're watching a pot boil, and you're like, is it ready? Is it ready? Is it ready? Is it like you're waiting for the date to come? And thank the Lord God Almighty, July 23rd made an appearance. 2021. Ugh. Technically, it was crazy. Physically, it was crazy. Emotionally, it was crazy. What am I talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Masters uh -huh. of the universe. Revelation. Revelation. Holy crap! Oh, 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 oh my! Okay, so before we dive in, right? So first, yeah, yeah, yeah. As always, try not to. Yeah, right, do, first, do, do, do the normal intros. You do that. You do that. You do that. You do that. All right, here we go. First shout out. So here we go. We're gonna do the rundown. Thank you once again to Jaybird Digital Arts. See his contact at the end. He's the one that gave us the templates, make us look good. Got the int. We got our names at the bottom, and he's got um, uh, you know, our logo over there. So if you need any kind of work for virtual, physical, whatever, reach out to our man. J, Jaybird Digital Arts, see his contacts at the end of the video. Give him a shout out. Tell him you heard it, saw it here at the Iconist podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for supporting the arts and keeping this industry going during these hard times. So everyone's kind of finding new ways to work. Second of all, check out my boy, Paul Ash. Uh, 
on the you know Battlecom, which is a nerd game show, and he does he does an interview called interview show called They Talk Funny and the Love Doctor, which is hilarious. So he does all these, does it all live on YouTube, Facebook, so you're able to shoot in your questions or comments, answers, all that. So big shout out to him, uh, Jim Oldridge. My man, he runs back to the balcony, you know, look for the uh, microphone on the red background. He's on his second mm. season of doing all that. And if you want to see links to all those, check out my website, Barry3D.com. Uh, go to my blog. You'll see all the links there for past episodes of stuff that I'm on. And I got to really give it out to my boys. Uh, we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now because it's summer. So everyone wants to join the family. Um, my family's out so I can get away with this for now. Um, so the, enjoy the family. Uh, and that is a touch of gray matter. We have over 80 videos on our YouTube channel from funny to serious. We talk about everything and we also go on tour and we tour around live uh, anywhere, be it, you know, from, from cross Canada, getting to the cross the border at one point for sure, but definitely cross Canada. So look us up and that's uh, Dave Sokolowski. He's a, the mastermind behind that along with Thomas Patrice, Zolfa Lee and myself, Barry 3D Carter. Uh, we are touring group of comedians and, you know, different takes, all, all beautiful to look for a touch of gray, go down into feature channels, check that out. So you want to give a shout out to all the fans, people watching, people communicating with us. And remember, go down and when you see the link for straw poll, click on that link, make your selection of who you pick. It's all, you know, uh, anonymous. You don't have to put your name in or nothing like that. And it's all in good fun. So go back and check the past ones we've done. And we're going to be talking about those and over to my man. <laughs> Listen, you can find me all over. Well, all over. I'm somewhere, people. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at DJ Rod C. Uh, sorry, that's the other place. And Instagram, you can find me at Mr. Rod C. Mr. Right. Uh, Twitch, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. As well, on, yeah, um, well as Facebook, you definitely find me on, on my page at uh, DJ Rod C as well. So that's where you can find me. Listen, having fun up online, having fun with people. We're just, you know, having a lot of lot of fun. You know, and you can see this is when you see my line, like what you're seeing, this is just a small fraction. Come just sitting down. I gotta stay put. And just under under the agreement I have with Barry, I have to behave myself. I just got to. It's only the way things must be. I must be proper. But on Twitch, <laughs> we crazy up in there. We crazy. Well, we we agree with each other. We 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 bring in this prim and proper, but you know, Rod on Twitch and um, me doing my comedy stuff. Wow. Yeah, you see, see, both of us. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, ladies and gentlemen, you're only seeing a fraction of the madness, of the craziness, of the happiness that we bring to you. You gotta see us live. When you see us live, you think I'm crazy? You gotta check him out when he crazy. When he crazy on the stage. When he talking, he talking craziness. No, that's not Bernie. So don't even try that. I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I, was, I don't know what I was doing. But it's all good, man. It's it's it's, it's, it's good times. We I said I'm a dancer, not a singer. So on that note, we are talking about Masters of the Universe Revelations. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Uh, no, I've, I've been seeing the comments been going on. So I just watched it all of them yesterday. It was like a two and a half hour movie. You know, so <laughs> six episodes, half an hour each. Came out, you know, July 23rd. Kevin Smith mm -hmm. behind that. It, mm -hmm. It's kind of a wrapping up the whole He-Man and Masters of the Universe storylines that yeah. they that Filmation was doing years ago and, that, and filling in that gap. Mm -hmm. So overall, do I like it? Yes. Did I have a good mm -hmm. time watching it? Yes. Am I looking forward to seeing the rest of it? Absolutely. Um, 
I know there's people out there that uh, don't like it. And I'm sure the purists that are behind He-Man don't like it. And I can understand things. So let me say this before we go any further. You, you say your part, Ron. You say your part. You say your part. We're talking about this whole show in entirety. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it and you don't oh, want oh, yeah. to know, spoilers, there will be spoilers, spoilers, stop, jump off. Do not watch this episode. Eh, eh. Jump off. You've been warned. If you keep this episode playing, you are agreeing to the knowing the spoilers. That is you. it. That, this is you. so. It's all on you. Right. You, pause. Stop. Walk away. Spoilers. It will be heavy, heavy spoilers. It's all on you. Just saying. It's all on you. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Okay, we're done. Right. Okay, cool. Just making sure we're all in the proper time. Everybody that that was it. I did my duty. So here we go. So right now, overall, I liked it. As I said, the, will the purists like this particular show? No. And I can understand the misconception, right? Because the show is called Masters of the Universe, not He-Man. Not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, right? He-Man is dropped from this. And this really goes with the title. Because right. is He-Man in it? Sure. Do you see yep. He-Man throughout it? Sure. Um, is He-Man the focal point? No. 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 Because you like you said, it's not He-Man and the Master of the Universe. This is now the Masters of the Masters of the Universe of Revelation. So it's it you got to look at the title and what Kevin Smith is bringing to us. And I'm just sorry, I just gotta jump in. You're talking about the purists and you know about the, the you know the original run, the filmation yeah. run. Listen. We grew up on that. I'm sure everybody listening who's watching this, who watched this show, who, who took the time to watch the two and a half hours of watching this, are people who, who grew up on it. Yep. You've got to look at it from the standpoint of that time that it was only made to be quick 22-minute shows. That's all it was. In and out, very rarely did it have any type of legacy, you know, story leading into another story into leading another story. It's most of the time it was self self isolated per, and they just came in for children to give them some education, have some fun, and bounce out, you know, try to make some sales and, and, and things. So you got to understand that to me, and and, and, I, and I'm just not jumping ahead. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Then I'm gonna jump ahead to another part of the the old version. But it's it's like I had a conversation with people coming up, so I didn't even see the show as yet, and I was telling people, you know, I'm jumping right into it. Forget it. Let's go. Just go. Back in those days, you know what? People were upset because we had no closure. This no. is what I'm giving, giving. I'm giving Kevin so much golf clap, call, claps. Just, just, just listen. You're giving us closure. We've had what now? 30 years of non-closure. We didn't know what happened. The show just done up. They didn't get the ratings they wanted. I can understand as a business aspect. Then, not now, but then, wasn't bringing no money. Wasn't even profits. Cut it. Let it go. Yeah, they're not looking to close anything for kids. Nope. Kids wake up one morning and realizing next season we're not here. Ah, cry, cry, cry. Get upset. Go to another channel. That's how they were looking at it. So it was never built on to be a long-lasting show. I don't. I personally didn't think that. Because I got a lot of shows at that time were yes. never made to be that type of no long term. It was always come in, do what I got to do, get out. Do yeah, what I got to do, get out. Get out. Get my money, get as much money as I can, 
get some product, get some profit going, and then after, deuces, I'm out. Yep. So, so if you're going to be a purist, you've got to look at it from the standpoint that at that time, that was the mindset. You can't think of today's mindset back then because today's mindset, yes, you would try to at least have a series. And as you can see, everybody's trying to at least have a series that at least at the end of the season, there's some type of closure, closure or taper off. Like if you know the series is going hot and good and it's going to leave it wide open that, okay, next season we got questions, it's going to be answered then. But if it's yes. something brand new coming out like this, you're going to have one that's going to come in and just have that open door. It can go either way. And if it did to drop, if it did drop, you can say, well, there's enough that I can say I'll be a little upset, but you can let it go. But that's the mindset now. Back then, that's not how they were doing. So you've no. got to take that. you got to take that into consideration. So, I mean – Sorry, you continue, guys. We'll get we'll get into it. No, no I mean, problem. this this is this is honestly already. We didn't even start. We didn't even start episode one, and this is going to be a long show. Actually, no, it won't be a long show. I'm going to promise you, people. I'm promising it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long. I promise. <laughs> so, so uh, overall, as I said, the purists are purists. are not going to like it because they're going to want uh, a lot more He-Man into it. I liked it because it was different. I liked it because Kevin yeah. Smith gave us closure. I liked it that Kevin Smith brought back a lot of characters that we might have forgotten about over the years. Some of them that were not even big roles that he brought back in and gave them voices and put them in the, the mythology of Master's Universe. So as you were saying, Rod, the first time they hit with Filmation, Filmation had a hit on their hands. The toys mm. came out. The original He-Man 64 episode run from Filmation was just a commercial to push, push the toys. When That's the toys that. sales started going down, He-Man was <laughs> still doing good in the ratings. But when the toys went down, snip, cut. Okay, fast forward. Then they came back with He-Man, a different version where He-Man is like on a different oh. planet and they made him slimmer and all that. That wasn't He-Man. Cut, because those toys didn't sell. Then they came back a few years ago. Um, you know, I say a few years ago. It's been a while back. They came back out with a new He-Man and Masters Universe uh, series, right? And it was a lot of action to it. And, and, I, and I bought the whole thing. And mm -hmm. it was going, that series was wicked. Wicked, because it showed that King Randor and Skeletor were brothers. Brothers. Yes. Right. So they started doing that whole run. And when they started doing that run, what happened? Well, the toys aren't doing so well. Cut! <laughs> you know? It, it, but the show was doing so well. Like, that show... That's the show that needed an ending because that particular right. show, they were bringing in Hordak. Their next season, they led up and they dealt with the Snake Men and the origin mm -hmm. of Snake Mountain and why Skeletor was there and why it was called Snake Mountain. And then they got up there and they're saying, okay, we're bringing in Hordak, who Skeletor feared because Hordak was his mentor. And bringing in Hordak, they would have brought in She-Ra. But because sales were low, the show had to go. So, Done. Okay. That, okay. So Kevin Smith took it on and I, I me i'm all positive for this i know people are out there and they're not liking it because they didn't like the way it's it's gone it's turned out whatever because not enough he-man but don't worry about it there's still more to come and he's got a character he's got people cast for it so i i like that they've taken aspects from the original show they've taken aspects from the original she-ra they've taken aspects from the yeah. new she-ra cartoon that was on netflix right mm -hmm. with with the castle and and, and what yeah. it's containing and, and, and the opening sequence, episode one of Skeletor finally get like really smart and, and got his finally made his way inside, you know, Castle Grayskull and then yeah. called out Castle Grayskull what it was. Yeah. I was like, what? It, no, Castle Grayskull is not, it's not my concern. This is just a shell. All the time I thought the power was Castle Grayskull. No, no, it's a <laughs> shell hiding the true power. And the way he got past the sorceress. Yo. Yes. It's, uh, listen, there was, 
he was being it's it's showing okay we're gonna jump ahead well not gonna jump ahead but but even if you go back to the old one you can see the amount of time skeletor has been making the attempt you gotta say if he is supposed to be such a ruthless villain Mm -hmm. he again in the in the previous show in the original show you gotta have your you have to have your 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 protagonist and, you know your your lead and your and your and your equal enemy and everything like that. So we all know that the 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 uh, the hero always has to win. So mm-hmm. you got to make it. You have to make it that the villain is going to lose. And we will always say that. At least I'll say for me, Skeletor was also one of my favorite characters back then too. And it was just the fact that you can see that he could be so menacing, but he was still acting like a buffoon. And you're like thinking. How can you be the leader of this elite force and be such a buffoon? It, it never, it never, it never made sense. And he always had the fun and making like, oh, he stumbled. He does all the little. He was, he was, he was, he was the comedy. Um, that's all it was. He literally was a slapstick comedy. So you now look at this and you open this up, and he's now making the moves to Grayskull. We're now realizing, like, okay, we're in 2021. We're gonna give this guy the the respect. That he deserved? What's a respect in his name? Because if you weren't as great as you were, let's let's be fact straight. 64, 64 episodes. You should have dead off long time. You should have dead off long time. Someone else, Avalon, should have taken over your crown, taken over the leadership of the crew or whatever the case to be. But you to be here that long, you must have been somewhere good. So now we're realizing the tactics and realizing, listen, I gotta wear you out, do this. I'm realizing the full story of the, the power is not is literally within below Castle Grayskull. And the man when when he when he got down there and he started telling about the history and the story, like the power, all the magical powers in the, 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 the orb and everything. I'm like, wait a minute. So you're really showing me that this man is tactical. He's he's doing the research to do what he has to do to get into Castle Grayskull. And 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 what's what's the end goal? This is what I want. And and it was it was, I just like okay you've now you've now given this man the respect that's on his name, give him the respect, and I was like okay, not to say finally, but finally you gave this guy he gave him the chops that he needed, and I was like okay, good, Skeletor right off the bat, click click, cool. Then we won't even go to who's in the voice for him because when you start to hear it, you can hear the crackle yes, of someone of course, else. Of course. You can hear the crackle. You can hear. You can hear the one side, <laughs> and then you can hear something. I'm like, woo, Mark Hamill. God bless your cotton socks for accepting that role. Wow. God bless your cotton socks, boy. Oh well, my goodness. For a guy to play such a hero, he plays such great villains. Oh, Mark Hamill. Luke Skywalker. Oh. Everyone knows that. That's it. No, people remember Luke Skywalker more than they remember his other role in Corvette Summer that he did after the first Star Wars movie. Okay? Right. <laughs> yep. Right. So, you're talking Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, but then he's the voice of the Joker in the animated series. And for years in all the like media, he was the Joker's yeah. voice. You know? He, can get, he, he can't get away from that. He could never get away from that. Hey, that's his bread and, and butter. I'm happy. That's his bread and butter. I'm happy that he took that bread and butter and just like parquet it all money. the way Parquet out money all the way to the bank. Come of on course. now. Right. And now he's playing Skeletor. Oh, okay. All right. That works. He gets into he gets in Castle Grayskull by by using Faker. The, the oh fake He-Man. Yeah. Right away off the bat. Boom. Okay. 
thinking. And, and it's like, oh, well, you know, because like Skeletor, I know you're wearing a disguise. Oh, you caught me, sorceress. Ah. And she didn't realize that that He-Man was faker. So when He-Man grabs her, and she's like, He-Man, what are you doing? It's like, that's not He-Man. That's faker. I'm like, well, he lived up to his name because he even fooled the sorceress who in turn gave He-Man powers. It's like, I, I, okay, I knew something was off from the opening of that sequence. Mm. Hear me for half a second. I watched that opening sequence. I see He-Man dragging two of Skeletor's minions in tow. Right. Okay. And that's not a problem. No, no. What is he on? That Why horse. is he not on Battle? Why is he not on that Battle Cat? Yes. And that 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 was a part. I'm like, because I'm like, okay. And then I'm literally not to decide to run with you because I'm now trying to remember the metal horse. I remember the he metal does horse. Have a, he does have a robotic horse. He, he does, right? He does have a robotic horse. But I can't remember on which side it was. And that's why I'm thinking, okay. It was, it was, yeah. a, good, it was a good guy. Because I remember uh, Man of Arms made that in the original filmation episodes, right? And he had that robotic horse. So he did Man have a robotic horse. But at one point, he lets the robotic horse go and be free because he realizes it's taking on the attributes and the mind frame and, and the feelings as a robotic horse, as a real horse. And he didn't want to be chained up. So he was like, go free. And he's like, thank you. And he went. So, fine. Right. But that horse does exist. But the fact that he showed up at the very beginning and he's on, I'm like, okay, well, and I'm thinking, did something happen to Cringer? So, did right. something, and that's all I'm thinking. Did something happen to Cringer? And then when they show the scene at the castle right. and you see Cringer, Cringer talking, I'm like, okay, so Cringer's there, but he meant, okay, well, I know Cringer doesn't always want to be Battle Cat, but, huh. He never has a choice. I mean, I don't think that, I don't think I could ever recall a time. Adam never gave him a choice. Adam always just laughing. It's like, yeah, whatever. Zap. <laughs> Right, that's what I was saying. You're with Invisible Time? Yeah, maybe. Zap. <laughs> yeah. Adam's a dick. Adam all the time would laugh. I just hit him with the bolt, bolt of lightning, and zap. You're a battle cat now. Uh, but he would never complain, right? So that that that's that's the beauty of it. And Cringer was played by the the, the voice actor Stephen Root, and I know Stephen Root from News Radio with Phil Hartman and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, and that cast, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, they, they were all, uh, you know, uh, on, on and, and he played Jesse James. Hilarious when he does that. I love that role he did, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Playing Cringer, and I'm like, this is great. So that opening sequence goes in there, makes it in. The fight starts. Faker gets in there, starts, you know, you know, holding on and working against the sorceress. So as to your point, Skeletor was being pure genius because he knew he was misdirection. He was distraction. He's like, I'm going to put right. on an illusion, but she's going to see through my illusion. But if she sees mine, she ain't seeing Faker. Like, that was right. a double play that he just did right there. Right. He did his research. He found out more about the, the Council of Elders, which they talked about more in the new He-Man, the last He-Man series, yes, which yes, they talked did. about in the She-Ra Netflix series. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the orb and power being under that pyramid. Yep, that that's there from Shira. That that's there from the Shira. Netflix yes, series. I was okay. I, I could I like I seen it. I'm like I know I've seen it somewhere, but I couldn't remember. I thought okay, it was just an just interesting design, whatever. But now that you say that, okay, that was that was that was right there. Okay. season one, season two of Shira on Netflix, the current one, right? So they brought that in. I'm like, okay, that's great that you got all these little things in there already. Mm-hmm. Th- then they hit Castle Grayskull, and then I'll. The, it, it all starts hitting the fan. The, the Muna start. The Muna starts hitting the fan, and mm. they're going at it. And then, of course, you know the real He Man shows up. The real Cringer shows up. Uh, man at Arms. Now let's just get into it. Tila, yep, gets promoted finally as the new yep. Man at Arms. Yep. Yep. 
listen, and in real talk, you gotta look at it that if Man at Arms was the leader and she was basically taking second command, you know what? Yeah, we can let the story sit that she's going to be his second, but at a certain point, if you're gonna do proper age, Man at Arms is going to get older and he's gonna have to at some point either be a general or something where he's not taking the lead lead point point lead right. of that, right. and someone's gonna have to come up behind. And it, so when she got promoted, I was like, yeah, it it makes sense. And I didn't even catch the the Man at Arms title, and then I realized, okay, we're definitely saying that Man at Arms title is like a James Bond 007 title. It's just a title. It's not Man at Arms. Duncan Man at Arms is Duncan, who is also Man at Arms. Man at Arms, Captain of the Guard, Man at Arms. Yes. So that was perfect. That when she got it, it only made it made like, okay, we'll give it. Well, let's let's grow. Let's let's grow her up. You know what I mean? Yes. Before, exactly. She, she was always seen like you know like the the young, not the young, but you know like the the early twenty year old, mid twenty year old. Now, right. okay, let's let's give her some girl. Let's put a thirty in front of her. Now you're like your thirties kind of scenario. All right, it's time for you to take control. Yeah, okay. But it, and that's why I liked it in the show, the original film mission show. She was always training. And working always hard same. towards that goal. She was, you right. know, so she was always, she wasn't a damsel in distress. She was always working. She saved Adam more times than not, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and then he had to slip away, but he had to come back and save her, but she always was there to save him. Uh, and they were best friends, right? In, in the show, they were best mm-hmm. friends growing up in the castle. They were the two closest friends. And that, and she was voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller, you know, so Buffy the Vampire Slayer has grown up to become Tila. Yeah. Buffy was already in training. So now she's basically Buffy at arms. That's what we should call her. Buffy at arms. Buffy at arms. <laughs> right? Buffy at arms. Buffy yeah. at arms. So good. I'm happy with this, how it's going so far. Yeah, so yeah. Now, you know, the whole attack brings out. We got, got to go and get, you know, the, defend uh, Castle Grayskull. And, and, and even Duncan, instead of him just taking his natural thing, he's like, well, I'm not man at arms anymore. It, it's up to the man at arms. And Tila's like, okay, this is what we got to do. He just said, the castle's getting attacked. This is what we got to do. She takes the sword. Now the troops do this, da 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 da. She gave her orders within a couple of seconds how to do all this, right? Because she's trained, ready to go. Yep. Their forces go do it. You know, yep. his and then you got King Randor. You know, and he never looks at Adam because he thinks Adam's just a slacker. Yeah, like in Breakfast Club, slacker. Yeah, um, yeah. right. So go go go. So 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 blind, so blind, right? So, and I, you know what? As a note, I'm very happy that. It was said because I picked that up and my thinking, why do you like, you know what? It's, it's, it's that could be, that's, that didn't really have to be a written, written story. Mm-hmm. It was there for a reason. Cause there's really no reason for him. You could have just walked down with the sword and, and promoted it and, and, you know, presented it to Tila. But to say that in a sense, like a demeaning way, kind of like saying, yeah, I wish I could feel to have the honor of being proud of, of my child. It, whatever. I can't remember the exact quote, but something yeah, yeah. along that line. And I'm like thinking, why do you just diss your son like that? I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, well, that's pride a you're seeing there. And I wish one day I have the pride to look at my child that way. Right. And I'm like, you just said that? I said, okay, there's going to be, a, there's going to come a time, a piece of information. We know yeah. what that information is, should be. And I just said, I bet you now they're going to find out Adam is He-Man and his face is going to drop and be like, we'll get to that later, ladies. Yes, yes. So all that happens they go off, rush off, and then the mom, you know, uh, just looks back in and says, all right, be careful, Adam. Beca- now, that tells me yes. back that the mom, right, uh, Queen Moena, 
mm-hmm. Queen Marlena, she knows, she suspects, heavily yes. suspects. Heavily. Heavily suspects. And, and is sure, sure in her beliefs that Adam is He-Man, that her son is He-Man. Now, she never mentioned anything to the king. If you go back to the original Filmation episodes, you see there's times where she has like a little, eh, at that time, there's, there's a couple of episodes where she looks at He-Man and she's made a comment. It's like, oh, you remind me of someone I know. Right. And, and King Randor, oblivious. He just already looks at Adam and is like, oh, disappointment. That's the most hilarious, yeah. You know, King Random doesn't look at it anymore. He just looks at him like, oh, he's just, oh, okay. I got to put up with him because he's my son, you right. know? And it's like, he, he, he likes Adam, but he just thinks Adam's a slacker and Adam will never amount to being a leader, a king, or anything like that. And... um you know, and he just, and that's it. So I, what I'm curious about is this show, because we know in the show that they are aware they have a daughter, right? It was never mm-hmm. wiped from their mind. They know that they has a twin sister, uh, uh, Andrea, who's She-Ra, but she's in a right. different universe, right? So I, you never hear mention that her. He knows, okay, she's over there fighting rebellion, and he's proud of her. He's like, do what you got to do. But with Adam, it's just like, ugh. So he doesn't see it. Now, his mom, mother's intuition, she picks up a certain mm-hmm. mannerisms from the time she's seen He-Man to Adam, certain things she said. And this is back from the filmation episodes. She starts forming a picture, and she's no fool, right? Keep in mind that, that you know, she, she's a queen on Eternia, but right. on Earth, she's a pilot, and she's right. from Earth. Yeah, space pilot. That's she's it. a space pilot. She came from Earth. She's an astronaut and flew from Earth on a spaceship, crash landed right on word. Eternia, got saved, got, you know, uh, fell in love and said, hey, you know, he's my soulmate. I'm good. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. Right. So she's no fool. She she can full fly a spaceship because there was an episode in Filmation, the Filmation episode yes. where Teal was trying to pull off a move. And then the queen says, oh, you should do it this way. And she's like, oh, uh, what would you know about this? Uh, uh, no disrespect, queen. And then, you know, uh, I think it was Duncan that turned around or, or King Randor or someone turned around. And was like, you know, she's a pilot, right? And Teal is like, what? And then when she saw the queen pull off that same move that she was trying to tell her to do, she's like, how'd you do that? She's like, well, before I was here, and that's when she got into her origin, I was a pilot from Earth. So not everyone is an astronaut. You have to know how to fly a flighter, fighter plane Thank you. to upgrade to fly a spaceship, you know, space shuttle, rocket or whatever. So she knows something like maneuvers. She, she's a smart woman. Yeah, and, but she just plays it down and saying, "Okay, well, this is what my new role is, and I'm happy doing it." But she knows, so she mm-hmm. picks up on it, and she doesn't tell. She never confronts Adam about it. Nope. You see that she's really worried every time he goes out. It's almost like you know, if you're a parent, and your mm-hmm. child is in the army, a police right. officer, some right. kind of line of duty that can be dangerous. You know, they have to do it. You respect their choices. You don't show that, that, that emotion in front of them to make them even worry because you want their mind on the job, but you still worry on the inside as a parent, and that's what she did. And she didn't even tell mm-hmm. King Randor because I'm sure if she did tell King Randor, he would have probably thought she was crazy because he was so adamant that, that Adam is a slacker. He will never change, right? Okay, so we get there. First episode, mm-hmm. boom. They, 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 they hit the castle. They start doing the fight, the fight going back and forth as per normal. They realize right. something below. Okay, as per normal, there's secrets in, Skele- in, in, in uh, Castle Grayskull. Okay, and mm-hmm. The beauty of it is Kevin Smith took the Castle Grayskull map. If you got the new Castle Grayskull that was done by Hasbro Pulse, okay, mm-hmm. or if you see it, look it up. 
they redid the Hasbro Pulse, redid the uh, the Castle Grayskull, and then there's a a, a a a a poster they give with it, and on that poster it gives a breakdown on every room, every doorway in Castle Grayskull. Mm-hmm. It's a floor plan. Like wow. cutaway for plant towers and everything. He took that and they did one for Snake Mountain. He took those two and said, Okay, so this pit is located here by this door in Snake Mountain. All right, I'm gonna make sure that's in the show. Right. Did the same thing for Castle Grayskull. So every room you can sit there with that map and say, Oh, this room is beside this room, and sure enough, that's how he played it off. So when they get to the center of the bottom of castle mm-hmm. of castle grayskull and then skeletor starts going off about oh well yeah i know this is that and you see the tower there and him and he-man are fighting right and at one point he's up against the pyramid and he-man goes in and stabs him with his sword of power yeah oh skeletor was standing in the exact spot that when the sword goes through it his sword unlocks the pyramid yeah. So Skeletor stood there on purpose and took the hit to have the, the, the power of wisdom, the magic released. Again, yes. this, this is this is this is foresight. This is genius. He's willing to take a hit for the team. Now, when you remember how big the sword is, how powerful the sword is, when you see it, you see that thing went right through. Skeletor, listen, you're not coming up from that guy. You take you're taking a full L. You're taking a full L, guy. You're going down. You're on the floor grasping for it. <laughs> Dude, it's a word. <laughs> the power he, of Castle Grayskull is mine. <laughs> he pulled the Obi-Wan Kenobi fighting Darth Vader in A New Hope. Strike me down and I'll come back more powerful, powerful than you can imagine, Vader. Oh, wow. <laughs> full, oh, wow. Full, oh, wow. Was not expecting that. I'm like, did he just? Did he just get stabbed up? He, did he? And then I realized, same like you, I realized the he, he took the man up. But then I realized, wait a minute, Skeletor is right in front. I'm like, oh shucks, here we go. Adam doesn't know what he did. He didn't know what he did. All of a sudden, <laughs> thank you for releasing the power. I'm like, right? Tactic, tactic. Again, he's a smart man. So you're gonna look at this that he knew that he probably realize that throughout the commotion he can have an idea i'm, I'm gonna go like this uh-huh, uh-huh. maybe he, maybe he had maybe he had an idea of how the layout of course how the layout is where it is in the middle realize you need the sword to open it up whatever case it is. when you're mm. on the floor mm. you're realizing hey if i simply can get the sword i'll go and open it with the big key kind of scenario realizing that the fight is going on i'm not gonna be able to get the key out of he-man's hand i'm gonna have to figure and position myself or position the sword to be in a way to get in there. How do I do that? Let me be in front of it and confuse them that they're distracted. They don't realize the hole is right behind me. Shoot. That's taking a hit for the team. So I mean, listen, if you're going to take a hit, you're about to die. You're being the most powerful person coming for that power. You're not going to really dead off and die on that. That nope. means you already had a plan to somehow be alive when this ordeal or this task, this mission is done. We didn't, you know, again, did, did, it, did it fall into play exactly how Skeletor wanted it? I don't know. I can't even say. But the result that he got? Yep. Touche. 
Touche. Touche. So, I mean, so in, in that realm, people, well, yeah. Okay, sorry, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. And, and see, that's what's really cool because if you had the playset for He-Man back in the days, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and this is where I show you how deep the history went. They went and every time you bought a toy figure, you had a little comic book in there. So they even took history from that. Now, right. going forward, when you had He-Man and, and the sword, you needed the sword, the power sword, as a key to unlock Castle Grayskull. Okay, so this can bring me to my next point. In the show, they, they unlock it, the magic comes out, the orb is there. Um, then He Man's like, okay, if I say, if I call down the power while I'm in this form, can I contain it? And, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, I think you can. It's dangerous. I'm not sure if you'll be able to hold it. And Tila hears it. It's like, what do you mean in this form? Right. And Adam, in his, you know, He Man form, calls down the power again. And the sword splits in two. And she see He-Man turn back into Adam. Now, the sword splitting in two? Let's, let's pause right there. That's, that's definitely it. But let's step back one quick second. Why was that happening then? Just to let everybody, again, big spoiler. So Skeletor, and his last, not his last attempt, but he realized he needs the power. The power is within, this, within the orb. So he took his, um, his staff. Yeah, and his he ram basically, staff. Yeah. His ram staff, and he basically cracked on the orb. So because the sources came in the last minute, so to give everybody a time frame of what's going on and how everybody's figuring stuff out, she came in and froze time or slowed down time. Yes. So, like, literally milliseconds in a sense, but she only had a certain amount of time to hold that position. Yeah. And during that frozen time is when Princess, I mean, Sorceress, Tila, Adam were still conscious to talk to each other. And that's when yeah. they're having a conversation. And Steve Man's saying, if I can, if I... What, what are we doing? What are we going to do? Like she said, the, the, the orb is going to explode. That power is going to decimate Eternia. Yes. I can't stop it. He man now saying, well, if I can use as a conduit through the sword at the same time, will that work? Possible. I don't know. We're going to try that. What do you mean in that form? Going back to what Barry was saying. But now Tila now is like saying, realizing, hey, everybody's frozen. What's going on? Oh, no, I'm holding time. Sources, I'm holding time. Source and Adam having a conversation. Tila's just the third wheel. What do you mean in this form? Uh, oh, we don't got time to figure this out. Just, just basically saying, follow my lead. Yep. By the power of grace. As soon as you said, okay, I got to let it go. I can't hold it anymore. As soon as you let it go, boom. By the power of grace. And this is what Barry's saying. The power yes. came in. And so the power was exploding out of the, the, the cylinder, out of the, the orb. Yes. Power coming off, conduit off the sword onto the ball onto the orb and that's what the conduit and that immense power is what splits the sword that's right that power is what split the sword and i was like and then when you see the sword you see the two different colors and everything like that and i'm like thinking okay boys and girls we're now going into shira realm we're now having we have an opportunity put a pin on it we're gonna come back to that and that, that's how that's that's what I'm looking at. Okay, see, so you're saying she repented, right? So let's go back before that. No, but that's before. I know that's where it could end up. It could end up, but yeah, I know well, that's originally. Come, right, but okay. it, but it, that's what originally originally it was two. It was two, and they forged it together. Well, okay, so you're you're almost you're almost right. So let me let me show you where I'm talking about history wise, right? And this is why I mentioned the toys. So in the original toy line from He Man, okay. okay, there was two colored power swords. There was a silver one and a purple one. Yes. He-Man came with the, the, the silver or gray one. Skeletor yeah, oh, yeah, came with yeah, the yeah. other one. How, how things are made. Yes. I that's that. right. Go ahead, go ahead. That's right. You know, the toys that made us. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and the whole fight for the toys was He-Man's trying to get 
his the other half from Skeletor and vice versa. Skeletor is trying to get it from He-Man. And whoever gets the two swords, you're able to actually physically put the two swords together as a toy. So one side's gray, the other one's purple. Then you go to Castle Grayskull to the drawbridge and you put it in and you turn it and it acts like a key. Right. That, that's that's some deep research. That, remember when you, you always say the same that's words? Defense. What's the famous words yeah. you like to say, Rod? Mm-hmm. Rod? Mm-hmm. What's the famous what words I, you like to say? Uh, oh my gosh, now I just went blind. Respect the... No, check the facts. No, wait a minute. What? Oh, source. Source material. Check out the source material, people. Source, source material. material. Source, source material. material. Yes, they checked their source the material. They went back to the, the, to the to the to the toys, to the books, to the yeah, books, the mini books, the mini books, the mini books. No, the mini books. This is the mini books. I'm talking about the mini books. Yeah, the, the mini books came with the toys. Small they went back books, to the man. toys, and that's why you got two colored ones, and and it gave history on which where each sword comes from, right? Because right. literally, one sword's from heaven, one sword's from hell. That's from hell, you, you oh, put them together, gosh. power sword. Wow! Yeah, it made sense when they went that route. I'm like, okay, wow. Listen, I'm having fun right now. I know we're going on. This is only still episode one. We still got four more episodes. I think this is this is going to be a. We're going to be going in. We're going in. I was supposed we to might DJ have to do tonight. A part two on this. I have to do a part two. I was supposed to DJ today. I don't know if I'm going to get that doing. But anyway, we'll come back to that. No, don't worry about that, brother. That's all about me doing a pop up anyway. But like, this is just getting me in. We're going okay. in. All right. So so, so no 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 no. Hey. Going. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're doing this first. We're doing this, we're doing this first. first. All right, we're going. We're going. We're Don't worry about it. So, so if you want so to see Rod DJ, me, check him out on Twitch TV, DJ yeah. Rod C. Yeah, yeah, okay. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. We're talking about Masters, right? right. I, ain't, so, I ain't worried about it. I'm, I'm in now. I'm in. You so, in. yeah, continue. All right, yeah. so that happens. During mm-hmm. this explosion, you see the form of He-Man disappear, and he changes back to right. Adam when he's holding the two swords, trying to contain all the magic on Eternia. All, all the magic on Eternia. He's he's a conduit for all the magic on Eternia. Not even at the Grayskull. Eternia, no matter where yeah, let you're that at. Sit. Let that sit. And let Tila that sit. looks and sees him as Adam. And first, she sees Cringer. And Cringer, Battle Cat, yes, changes that was another Cringer. Thing too. That was beautiful, too. That was a beautiful, too. So the ripple effect hit Cringer first. So yes. Cringer now, I mean, sorry, Battle Cat turns to the Cringer. And I saw that, and I'm like thinking, from that particular angle, again, drew properly. It's in. It's within Tila's view side, her view span to see battle cringer, and that's when she realized. Wait a minute, if you're cringer, yes, <laughs> it was. It was. It was hilarious. They drew it so slow. I just like looking back at my boys, like, and then he's like looking back, like. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> I wanted to tell you. And you that, know, was, that was guess who's but yeah. What? Adam's here. <laughs> <laughs> Adam was he, man. <laughs> Don't shed a tear. I- I'm telling you. And and her face was like, what the deuce? Uh, what the deuce indeed. And by the time the she's processing that, oh my gosh. Kablooey. <laughs> First of all, Castle Grayskull, it falls apart. Well, the shell of Castle Grayskull. It, it's, it's, not, it's not a shell. Really and truly, it's just an illusion. It it's was just illusion. really, a, it's just an illusion. It's so the illusion like, of it just dissipated. dissipated. And it turns into this crystallized castle, which in turn reminded me 
of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe live action with Dolph Lundgren when he went to Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull wasn't, wasn't a castle. It was oh this crystalline God. giant tower of a castle pull. that reminded me I of Superman Fortress of Solitude in the Richard Donner uh, Christopher Reeve Superman. I forgot that pull. I was about to go with the one, the, the latest He-Man one that they had because it was, you saw the similarities of the, you know, yes. the House of the Elders and everything. Like that. So I was going yes. from that. Yes. But I forgot. I think even then I might have, maybe, I'll be honest, I can't, I'm sure at that time when I thought back to Dolph, but that's a beautiful pull. That's that's what it is. Uh, it, it, to me, that's, that's what it was. is. It was, it was reminiscent of that, you know, all crystal. I'm like, what? Look, look, look at this. Well, looky, looky here. Smith, hot damn. <laughs> right? And okay, so that caught me. Yeah. Right? And and then, you know, the reveal of Adam being He-Man. And then <laughs> Adam gets stabbed up because Skeletor. No, he gets stabbed up. He just, he blew up. That was just blew a blow up. up. That's right. He, he blew, blew up. up. He, he blew up. up. He blew My up. Bad. He blew up. He blew up. No, no, he, he blew up. He blew up. So that's where. That's when he's able to contain it as much as possible. That's right. Sorry. My and to bad. basically say, well, the same return here. And then basically, boom, Adam blow up. Uh, Adam blow up. Skeletor blew up. Uh, the case that was in the orb blew up. So basically, just imagine just seeing burnt sear, just circular sears, like smoke sears. Yeah. Singe. Singe. And that's it. So all she could realize is that the last second, in the slow bow of looking back, all you see Adam like, and then, poof, that's it. So Done. all she could see when at that point where he was standing was burnt shards of, yep. of explosion. And she's like, then they're like Barry saying, her head's now trying to process this because all she had was, if you want to go by timestamp, sources held everything down for about maybe 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. she, she, held, she held it in time for about, say, give it 30 seconds. And then to go through all that process was another, another 30, 45 seconds. I'm going to be nice and give it that 45 seconds. So mm -hmm. in a span of a minute and a half, worst case scenario, Hila found out that there was some secret. What do you mean you got a secret? Cringer is who? Adam is who? Sorry, sorry. Secret, secret. You know, everything about to explode up. Oh, my God, this is crazy. Wait, Cringer? Adam? Boom. Boom. It's like, she didn't get a chance to process this. You can see, I, I give the writing to Kevin is the first one who wrote on the first one. So he wrote, Kevin Smith wrote the first, mm. first episode. The writing is giving you, and the drawings is giving you the understanding that you can clearly feel that. I didn't get a chance to process this. My so-called best friend lied to me? And, right. and he did up? He did up? He did up already? Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? I'm confused. I'm mm. confused. What's going on? So, beautiful, not beautiful in the sense that happened. And then they just flip over now. They're going back to the castle. Yeah. We're going back to the castle. Yeah. Now a man, man of arms because although, although Tila is now the head of the captain of the guard. She's the yes. new man at arms yes. at this point. This is day one for her. This is her first day on the job. Listen. I just got, I just got, oh, I got the benefits. You mean I got four weeks? She had the job for a couple of hours, not even a full day. She had a job for a couple of hours. Hours. 
hours. We're being nice about that. And she went yeah. in, did a whole attack, had now had to come back and and they had to talk to King Randor and tell him what happened. It's like, well, we defended Castle Grayskull. That's uh, that's amazing. That's that's good job. That's good job. But um, my my liege, um, we we, 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 we had lost. a casualty. We we lost He Man. Oh, I, I forgot Moss Man. Moss Man, burn up. <laughs> oh yes, yes, Moss Man. Wait a minute. So, what, 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 how did how did just let's step back? He was he was beef. He was before Adam. Right, he was before Adam. He was before Skeletor took the joke in his chest. Yes, yes, all before so, that so, because he right, was, Skeletor, Skeletor was fighting him in front of the pyramid right. where he had the orb. And right. Skeletor turned around and he's like, I'm holding you. He's like, oh, you think you're powerful? Blah, blah, blah. And then Skeletor hit him with a flame spell. And I was like, bruh. That makes sense. That's all I can say. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Dry. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. yeah. Moss. Fire. Bruh. Fire. Wind. Bruh. Don't, you guys, don't you guys know that that's part of his itinerary? Don't bruh. you know that guy? He has fire. Bruh. 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 Like Sandman, it's like Sandman going against Spider Man, and he's close to a, he goes to a lake. He's close to a hydrant, bro. You better move quick because if he cracked that open, it's on you. And sure enough, cracked sand and water, mud up, bro, bro. So yeah, Mossman got burned up. He got burned up. He, he, he got, got burned up. up. Right. So he got to go back and report the casualties. They tell King Randor. All right, we say you know Castle Grayskull. Mossman did out. Mass process. Yeah, exactly. He gone. Mossman did out. We we had a casualty. We lost He Man. King Randor. Well, we lost Heyman. That's that's a shame. We've lost He-Man, but he died a hero defending. Um, you know, we'll sing songs about songs. He-Man, but we'll tell his stories. Yes, there's stories, and he's being all kingly, and you know, it's a shame. But da, 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 da. the whole time, though, the queen balling out, balling out. And, and, as soon as they said and, and, He-Man, gosh, she's like, oh my god, like she cried. I mean, King Randor must have been thinking, what happened? You had the feelings for it for for. For He-Man? He-Man, did you have an affair with He-Man? Why are you crying right. from so long? Listen, listen, and 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 what's still killing me that again, this as man at arms, Duncan telling the captain, telling the king this, telling everybody this, what's going on? Tila, you could clearly still see Tila's face is still in awe. I'm still trying to process this. Now, now again, if we're gonna be realistic, because everybody being realistic in in in, in how far the distance is, because if you clearly see from when they were evacuating the castle i mean the the the, the palace when they're saying we're going to go and fight and save castle grayskull they did an oversized shot of the of the kingdom and you can see far off over a a, a hill type plain a lot of light so you can say that castle grayskull was out yonder so yeah out that way yeah so we're going to say mm-hmm. that Maybe you fly out on the scooter, you fly out, or you drive out, whatever the case be. You got mm-hmm. another half hour. I'm gonna be nice and give you another half hour of drive. Let's <laughs> say half hour. You're a half hour out. Mm-hmm. You know, by flying, you're another half hour out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No problem. Tila is still having the processes for coming down from the basement, coming up the stairs, coming across Castle Grayskull's um, drawbridge, coming outside, getting into the scooter. Her head is still thinking like this. Her eyes are like, if I remember correctly, when they faded from. That to the castle, her face same was still look, like same look, the same look. She didn't go nowhere at least for the past thirty plus minutes. Tila's been like, I'm still processing him, and then it's like when Queen Marler- Marlena started to ball out, ball out, ball out. Now you can feel like Tila's now like, I, 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 oh, what, what? Randall was like, why? Why are you crying? But, my son is dead. What, what are you talking about? 
Yeah, and FW, it, it, it's true. Um, Adam died. Yeah. It's like, no, Adam's somewhere in the castle. <laughs> yeah, even, um, it was like, Adam, make it. First, it was like, Adam, you know, show everyone here in the Royal Palace uh, to the doors. Okay, dad, dad, no problem. Open the doors. Everyone go his way. Follow the king and queen. Follow the king and queen. Be safe. And then close the door. And that's when Marlena was like, okay, Adam, be safe. She be didn't safe. say to Adam, but she just verbalized it. Verbalized it. Yeah. Great. No one else around her. And then it was like, our son's dead. What do you mean? He's somewhere in the castle. Like, what kind of father? You don't even know where your picnic is. Okay. Well, he 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 knows his father. His son is a slacker, and you yeah. and every and and the thing is, I will always say this: is yeah. that they gave it's a basic dual identity of always being the opposite of who you are. That's right. Clark Kent, Superman, looking clumsy. Like Billy I'm afraid. Batson, Shazam. Right? Shazam. Well, Billy, no, Billy was always at least. Yeah, he's, gutsy, he's gutsy, but he was gutsy. He was still gutsy. But physically, he doesn't look no, no, anywhere near. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but yeah. gutsy is the guts, is the attitude, yeah, true, the characteristic yeah, that you brought right. out. Is Superman, the trait. You're right. The best one is Superman, Clark Kent. And, and Clark Kent. So Adam has always been, in the original one, Adam is always like, oh, there's a fight. Yo, uh, 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 I'm, I'm going to go and look for help. I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm scared, but not looking for help. Like, I need to help anybody. I'm like, yeah, the fight's over there. I'm going to help over here. I yeah. feel like saying, you scaredy cat, where you going? Help the fight. Y'all, not me, dog. Listen, I'm a prince. I don't do them things. That's out of my, that's above my pay grade. That's yeah. not within my realm. That's not me, dog. That ain't me. That's no way me, brother. No. So he's always how portrayed, I am the scaredy cat. I'm the slacker. I'm the person who's looking Fire is that way, I yes. go this way. Yes. Trouble is that way, I go this way. You're not catching me nowhere close to that. No that way, was man. Adam, Prince Adam's itinerary, and that's how he kept it. So everybody's seen that. So Randor's like thinking, yeah, my boy's somewhere in the house. Listen, yep. he's a slacker. He went hiding up in his room. He's probably up in his room. Who knows what he's doing up in his room? Yeah. Uh, 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 sorry, sorry, my highness. No, 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 Adam did pass away. He did pass away as well. Um, I'm sorry. I wish you never had to find out this way. Um, but, uh, I, 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 Adam, Adam is here. What? what? <laughs> Duncan, did you drink anything before you left for the mission? Are you, are you, are you, are you a little tipsy? <laughs> we need you to pee in a cup, uh, Duncan, and we're going to drug test you. Drug yeah. test you. And when he, and Duncan said that, and he's looking back at Queen, and, and she was like, she I, confirmed it for him. It's confirmed like, it. Like, yeah. Yes, Adam is like, and then that's when Tila snapped. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So that's the joke I was coming back to. She's now computing, so computing is processing, and mm -hmm. she's now coming down to the last two entries. Enter. You are crazy! My girl, you went bunch of liars, women. So, oh, man, you knew? God. Yeah. Oh, so Oracle, you knew? Yeah. Uh, Cringer? Yeah. Well, Prince Adam swore us to secrecy. No, 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 no. So all you knew, and none of you had the guts or, or, or told me, Courtesy was, like, my best me. friend, Queen Marlena, you knew? Well, it was Adam's secret. It was his secret to tell, not for me to tell anybody. So everyone knew except for me and King Randall. Hilarious. You know what? This whole oh. thing, Eternia, built on a whole thing of liars. I quit. Listen. And Randor was like, wait a minute. So you all knew, except for her and me, Duncan, you are banished. Gone. <laughs> if I see Listen. you again, I'll have you executed. Not even imprisoned. Executed. I was, I was weak because Kevin said this, this portion 
of it is going to be very gritty, very real, and you're going to have conversations that say, listen, if the person really stubbed up his toe, he should be crying. Oh, for the love of Francis, my toe hurts. My stub up on the side of the building or something. It's going to be real. So yeah. if my son died out, you knew that means, wait a minute. At this time now, Randers going through the process and said, pull up. He-Man Adventures. My son has been doing what? And doing this? And doing... Close the file. Close the file. Duncan, you knew about all this? And you ain't tell me? Boy, you're dead. You're dead. I'll give you a chance. You better leave now, boy. I can't even look at you. And yes. that was a joke. The man was like, be God! Be God! I, I, I'm trying to remember. Did he even look? I think he, he didn't literally... Look at him. He's like, he I can't did. even look at you right now. You he can't even look at he, he, he gave him the true royal treatment. Like, yeah, out of my courtyard, Get boy. out of my sight. You were stripped of everything. If I ever see you again, you are dead. I'll have you executed. Not even, not even imprisoned. I'll have you executed. Executed. Listen, when I heard that, I'm like, yo, Randor, Randor is not playing. And I understand. That's where you show the emotion of being hidden from all this. So you can understand the, the emotion from him, the emotion from Tila. Listen, that beautiful secret, I realize as well, as a side note, I wanted to jump back, but I just remember when you talked about everybody's a liar. When Skeletor mm -hmm. was just before he blew up, when Skeletor saw and realized he man's is the young prince. Yes. So now it's now known that He Man and Adam are one and the same. Yes. I was trying to, I now I have to go back and watch because I now I have to think, did Evelyn catch a glimpse of that? Because we can go into that later on. I, I'm how the story plays out. I'm trying to like go through my little quick Rolodex file of that. I can't recall. She wasn't there. I, no, I she was. She, no. no, she was there because I don't she, think she, she, she. She was. She, she was know. there. No, she had knew. She had knew. She had, she found out. I, that's what I'm saying. Had, I think though, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember. Did remember she find out at that point? She knew. She knew. That's on it. She knew afterwards, but maybe through conversation. But I'm trying to remember. Did she? Which did she figure out at that point? Or did she figure out later on in the episode? So that's oh, the part I'm gonna okay, have to go back yeah. and check. That's I the part I'm just I just wanna I just wanna I just wanna feel that one out. But yeah, that's a good question. When, Skel when, Skel when Skeletor realized that, I'm like, oh, that's a good part. Again, Skeletor could have been looked the other way when all that is happening, you know. He didn't have to see that, but of course he's gonna draw his attention to what's happening in front of him. He man now taking the sword, conduiting out the power, whatever the case would be, it happened to see, wait. He just turned into the young man. Young Prince Adam? Yeah. Yeah. The cat's oh, out the bag. Boy. The boy. cat is out the bag, man. Look, okay, so One. that that happens. That's pretty much wrapping up that episode. But it was that's mm -hmm. and, and for King Randor, I'll say this. You know, um as a parent, I, he would of course I get the anger, but not he, he's I'm not sure who he's angrier more at or right. Yeah, is he angry at Duncan for not telling him, for Adam for not telling him, or is the person he's angriest? And I think so is at himself for all the times that he's dismissed his own son. Now finding out that his son was not a hero, but the, the. hero for Eternia, and oh, and it, there was adventures where Randor. One time, Randor got kidnapped by Skeletor in Filmation, and yes. He Man saved him. And He Man said, "Man, I wish my son was way more like you. You, you represent everything I want in my son." Not realizing that he's talking to his son. 
deep cut, man. That's a deep cut. That's a deep. That's cut a deep cut. That, so you're, now, if you're keeping all the filmation history in there. Yeah, that means you're keeping all people's frame of mind in there as the characters. Mm-hmm. Deep cut for on both sides, and 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 Adam just kind of took it with a grain of salt, you know. Even though it did bother him at times, because I know he wanted to tell his father, and the sources said he couldn't. Um, it, for his father now to realize that, man, every time I looked at this boy, like he was wetless, <laughs> and and he was uh, the prime. Uh, uh, I, uh, damn. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. In her, oh. in her famous words, my boy Farouk from WWE. Damn, um, that that's gonna hit. So, oh yeah, I'm curious, and I know, and I know, I'm kind of jumping ahead. That's the mm, only we'll time we've seen King Randor and Queen Malena in this these six episodes, right? We don't see them after these episodes, after this first initial episode. You, no, no, you no, don't no, see no. them. No, so no. when they do part two. Uh, the, the continuation of the series, mm-hmm. they have to come back at one point with his parents, and are his parents are still going to? Uh, my question is, are they still going to be together? Because if he's that angry, you know, uh, well, I, I, I think I think I think they will. Because I was here when you were counting it out. I was wondering, is he mad at Duncan? Is he mad at his wife, or at, or is he mad at himself? But since you're right, you didn't bring her name into it. At this point, it's going to be Duncan or himself. Because he's going to be the type of I am the man of the house type of thing. I should have known. Yes. He should have. Remember, the queen only suspected. she, And she was she pretty suspected. much close. She right. never knew 100% for sure. She right. never that's had why that can't conversation. Be that's why he can't be mad at her. That's but, why he can't be mad at her. I hope not, right? But this is what it is. But he might be that angry. He might be that angry over the situation that she might be saying, well, you know what? You're not the man I loved. I fell in love with. You're just bitter and angry all the time. I'm out. <sighs> and, and who knows? Maybe she might just cut out and go someplace else. Maybe she went back to earth. Maybe mm-hmm. they needed time. He, he, they needed time away from each other. Cause you know, sometimes when you have in a true situation, you have a couple that's together and they lose a child. God forbid. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, depending on the mind frame of how both parents take it, Sometimes that drives them apart. Right. No, completely, right? completely true. So, will this drive them apart? We, we. That's a, un, that's a huge question for me. You know, how is that going to change Randor as a, as a king? Mm-hmm. Because he might be a king that say walks away from the people and says screw it, or he might be there and he might be such a strict king he might almost be borderline dictator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to change what happens the with them. Yeah, the dynamics is definitely going to change. You know. So, I mean, they yeah. can give it a happy ending depending how they want to wrap up the series, like when it's fully done. Mm-hmm. But that, so that's my point. Like, King Randor is wow. Uh, I yeah, yeah. That's gonna be interesting how they're gonna play that because they never go back. And you know, I know we're gonna talk about other stuff, but they never go back to the king yeah. and queen, right? Because yeah, right. from yeah. that point at the end of that episode, and then you get an episode two, the focal point is Tila is a pivotal role. Now, I once again, I always say, I've seen the comments. I know people don't like it. They're like, how can you call it, you know, Masters of Universe without He-Man? Well, keep in mind, it doesn't say He-Man, Masters of the Universe. It says Masters of the Universe. This right. is the story on the rest of them. And there's still some other ones they haven't brought in yet. You know? Listen, there's this a whole... This like, a, even throughout the whole series right now, there's a whole lot of 
that yeah. characters that were always permanent, you know, uh, in the series that they have not brought that's in what yet. I'm, that's on, why I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm happy that they they actually we're gonna get to it, but they definitely they nicely brought in. They didn't overdo it. No, 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 Cause, no, no, no. Because 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 he did have Skeletor had he had a team. He had a lot of henchmen. He had yes. a lot of henchmen. He uh, man had a lot of allies. About to, I, I, that's what I was about to say. He man had a lot of allies. So we've been graced by seeing a touch of here, fake faker, and and uh, I'm just trying to think who we. I'm not want to say ahead what it, faker. Um, oh my god, I forgot who I saw him, but I just couldn't remember with the claws. What's what's what beast was man? Not beast man. No no no. When he was dragged in, when he, who who did he drag in first? Who was the two characters? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, I know what you talking about. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm not that deep into it. Yeah, I know exactly. But when I saw him, but when I saw, yeah, exactly. Same for me. But when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, then I have a speaking role, no problem. But you brought in those characters, like, yes, you are known in the sense you're. These are known yes. Skeletor's henchmen. So yes, it makes a valid that you can walk in to the front door with them. Because it was Skeletor. No, it was him. And um, no, no, the other one with the tail, like whiplash. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, so but, right. but anyway, so we'll go with that. So you're obviously right. It's going to be interesting to see how they they um how the dynamics is if we're going to go that route. So let's 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 even keep that going. We can keep going for the next one. So now episode two, Poison Chalice, is uh, we now pick up after Tila left. Taylor said, I'm done with you. I'm done with the Castle Grayskull. I'm done with Manor Arms. I'm done with the palace. I'm done. She literally cut all ties. All ties. Tie. Listen, everybody's done off. I'm done. I, I don't want nothing to do with you. She literally just said, I'm gone. I'm, I'm forsaking my birthright. Everything. I'm gone. So we now pick up where, where there's, um, we find out we find out that um, there's a, basically Tila's a mercenary. She's a mercenary. Yep. She changed up her style. She left. You know, let's even let's give us. I want to just say one little thing to to get to this point. No, when she left, when she left, she took off her tiara. Yep. And if you really think of it, Tila, uh, Tila always had her hair all nice up. Whatever had her tiara and had her hair and you know all nice you know proper because she's a captain of the guard. She's a man of arms. She's you know. Royal, you know, royal guardsman. So she's like premium proper, premium proper. My girl took that off her tiara, looking like Wonder Woman. Dash that to them. I'm done with you all, liars. Whatever. Her hair now dropping, all wavy, all like it's like you can tell they didn't draw it like like clean haircut. They could like this girl with all here wrap up in things, so it kind of buns in. It's like oh, yeah, it's real, real hair tie up. I'm like, all right, we get some realism. We get some realism. And my girl will walk out. So now we see her as a mercenary. My girl, she she changed her she, hairstyle. She shaved her side. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember who I think it was this side. So she shaved up her side here, like one of those kind of shots. So she shaved this yep. up, and it's now it's now like a like a bowl cut kind of thing. Only shoulder length, halfway on the back. You know what? She's yeah, looking yeah. nice. She's looking nice. You know, mm. less hairs. You know, then way infringing her when she's fighting and mercenating, whatever, being a mercenary. But she's now tagged on with um her friend. She has a new partner, uh, Andrea. 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 Yeah. But one thing about Tila, Tila looks more buff too. Yes. I, I was going to mention something along. She, like, looks, I was, like, she looks like physically, she looks more buff. Like the arms are, yeah. So this is, this is the part I was going to say that we, I was listening, I figured it out and I was listening and I don't recall 
hearing a timestamp no, in the sense the of how long. So I'm now is trying to gauge throughout the show or throughout the second episode mm-hmm. how long it's been. So yeah, she looks more buffed up, you know, whatever the case to be. So we're gonna give her Definitely a couple of months. It's been a couple. Of, it's been a few years because I think I think so too. Because thinking, as you're saying, when um, you brought in her, 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 the person she's with right now, Andrea, right? Yes. Uh, um, that that so that's a new persona, a new person altogether. Mm-hmm. She said when they mentioned, you know, at one point they they had to do their mission or whatever, and and they mentioned like Castle Grayskull. She yeah. Said, oh yeah, those are, I heard tales of that from my grandfather. Right. So, so that to me. If you're hearing tales from that from your grandfather and you're listening to tales, when your father is, when your grandfather is talking to you and telling you tales, you, you usually, you know, early, maybe late teens, if I'm pushing it, if I'm pushing it, you know, uh, if you're listening to tales, I mean, okay, they're not watching TV like how we are in this generation, that world mm-hmm, they're telling mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that that person maybe had to be anywhere from 10 to maybe 13, 14 well, months. Hey. Yeah. And, right, right. Well, telling tales. So this is not the first time she's heard this tale. So she probably heard this right. tale as a little kid up yeah. to that time frame. I would say me, I, I'm thinking in my mind, I put it as an even number as 10 years have gone by. I was wondering if I was going to go that high. I now have to go back because at this point now, we're going to make a reference um, well, in the next in the Some next characters episode. have some gray hair. So Right. And that's what I'm saying that I got to go back and check. The, the the difference of gray hair off of this particular person. Yeah, I know the, what you're talking about from from early you know earlier on and everything like that. So I gotta go back and check that out. But I'm now easily saying, yeah, I know I said months. I should say years. Like easily, we're looking at least. I was thinking easily three to five. Could but be that for that. Sense, but, but 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 that's what I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not going off of the tales per se. Right. Of, because <clears throat> she could have heard tales all her life. We just now have to get a, a base standard. But. I'm trying to. I'm trying to go with. Uh, I, I'm honestly. I'm thinking. Let's give it five. I'm gonna give it five. That we'll makes see. more sense. That probably makes more we'll sense than what I was saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, my impression. It's, it's, but it's, yeah. possible, it's possible. It's possible. But but basically, what we're saying is that there was a time. Time has expanded. Time has elapsed. I should say mm-hmm. since the time Tila said, "I'm done, y'all." Till we pick her up as being a mercenary, right? Yeah. And she's basically. <clears throat> she was basically was. We find her in a job. Picking up a, um, trying to retrieve uh, a glove or a gauntlet, basically. Yes, yes. Um, for you know a special gauntlet, whatever the case may be. Where she was picking it up, she and Andrea were in this garbage area, and basically digging through to find it, and then they're seeing movements in the garbage pile. If you, if anything, you can go back to a garbage pile like uh, Fifth Element, when you see the episode yes, where uh, right. that that's the that's a close equivalent of seeing a wall full of garbage bags, whatever the case would be. And um, so they're digging for whatever the case would be for, for the item. Then you see this character pop up to confront them. Stinkor. And I'm like, okay, we're going back, baby. We bring it, we're, we, we bring, we're bringing some people here. We're bringing some people here. And yep. it was good. It was, was good. Like, it was it was it was a good appearance for Stinkor. It was a perfect time to kind of insert that character in there. It made sense because even they yeah. said when they walked in there, it's like, oh, we have these air air flight for uh, uh, air uh, filtration units, right? So they had mm-hmm. these masks on, and they go, you can still smell the stink in here. It, it smells that bad. And sure enough, okay, you know, it leads into a whole fight with Stinkor popping up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Finally! And just like the toy, you know, he breathes out the, the gas from his mouth, so the toy would squirt yes. out water from his mouth. He breathed out this gas, like you know, like a skunk, right? And he yes. was plays, and he's played by Jason Mewes. So good, good on yeah. Kevin Smith for always making sure his boy get work. 
<laughs> Jay, I got something for you, brother. I got something for you, brother. You know? It's like, whatever, man, I'm in. So, you know, and Jay no, was, was huge. Good. It was good. But yeah, Jay was cool. It was, it was, it was so well done that only, only after checking it after, and I'm realizing that was Jason. I was like, okay. It was done. It was well, it was well done. I liked it. It was um, done good. I, I, I like that. And I mean, it was quick to shine a show where Tila was at, her frame of mind was at, mm-hmm. how she's taken mm-hmm. on kind of an apprentice, what they've been doing since then, how they've been earning their wages since her way through the world since she's left that position of, uh, you know, um, and then she gets approached <clears throat> by this 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 old woman. Old mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they retrieve the gauntlet, they get it back, you know, and they're walking on, it's like, oh, this old woman's like, oh, if you could retrieve this item for me, um, you know, be greatly appreciated. And, you know, I'd pay you I'll double pay you. what you just made, or I'll pay you triple what you just made. And it's like, really? Oh, I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just over here. Uh, it's, it's like, the job takes you, but you have to go to Snake Mountain. And that's when Andrea turns around, like, Snake Mountain, I, I've heard about. And her eyes are popping loud, like, whoa, this is going to be fun and adventurous. Yeah, three yeah. times the money. But now I can be doing something with Snake Mountain. That's like, now she's now touching, like, saying her stories of days of old, hearing yes. these stories. I'm now going to be have the possibility to be in the presence of something of a story like that oh we got to do it teal is like Mm-mm. i've done those stuff before i'm out trust yeah me. i'm it not living it. that lifestyle anymore i'm out deuces i'm out deuces and, it, it, and it's been real but i got to go <laughs> so it was hilarious that that was happening but i i have to say that it was great to this is where the story aspect of andrea's stories kicked in that you realize that Again, she's hearing the lore of Castle Grayskull. She's hearing the lore of Snake Mountain. She's hearing yes. the lures on all these all these stories. And like, I have an opportunity to to go in. I said, okay, I might dead up. I might dead up. But guess what? I'm gonna go in fighting. Whatever the case to be, Tila, you're a girl. You know, I'll follow you. But I think I'm gonna do this. So now you kind of put Tila in that position, like, yeah, going. Well, keep in mind, there are different spectrums, right? Tila is now done with all the hero stuff because she's gone right. through the pain, the loss, everything just, with it. She's done no. with it. Her her protege is, this is now exciting. She's an adventurer. It's like, oh, I want to go into this this whole thing. And I like how they deal with that a little bit later on. Exactly. So, and, and, and this is what I was saying before, is with Snake Mountain, they get in there with Snake Mountain. Hmm. You know? And, and it's cool because what they do is they give you a little flashback about Snake Beautiful. Mountain with Tila. Beautiful. He met. It was great. And what I liked with Snake Mountain is if you have the playset, there is a trap door in the playset, right? If you look at maps and layouts of how Snake Mountain is, like blueprints, there's a trap door <laughs> there uh, that falls in the ground and you get caught by a net. They drew that in. They made that a spot to interact. I literally took the blueprint and said, this is what it should be. This is the way. This is how they do it. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I never had the playset for, I never had the playset. I remember you were having it. I remember by you. you had Brian, a, yeah, Brian, my Brian. Brian had it. I remember yeah. it was in your house. One of y'all Brian, had Brian, it. Brian had the, the He-Man one. He didn't have Snake Mountain, but he had, he had yeah, yeah, Castle yeah, Grayskull. Yeah, yeah, no one, I don't, yeah, I don't remember seeing anybody with the, the, the Snake Mountain. But the fact is, when I saw that drawing, and I'm like thinking, yes, we're being very, you know, um, you know, again, you know, He-Man is a futuristic slash old type. You, you got the merge of different type of worlds. When I yes. saw that net, and I'm like thinking, a trap door? I'm thinking this is, this is, these people are going toys on me. I think these people are pulling a toy on me. 
They did. Nah, man. These people put, until you just said it, I'm like, nah, man. These guys, I just, they just drew it in. That's interesting that drew it in and have it's nicely tied at the corner. It's not even looking like it was, you know, you know what I mean? It looked so. It looked Toy-ish. like it came from a playset as opposed from to something drawn in exactly. from the show. Like, you know, yeah. And I'm, how they I'm, honest, honestly, God is my witness. I thought that I'm like, that looking a little bit too simple. Look like a toy. Like, nah. Keep watching yeah. the show, boy. Keep watching the show. And that's what they did? That's what they did, man. That, that, that's how I saw it. That's, that's exactly <clears> if you look at that playset, mistake down the playset, you have the net underneath, and it ties up mm-hmm. to the four corners. That, that like, source material. I, wow, I, you know. So I once again, I'm, I'm hearing people talking about the negative about it, and I don't get why. I, I it's, it, those are the purists, and you're always gonna have their critics. But they did this amount of research, and, and once again, I keep saying it's Masters in Universe, not He Man and the Masters Universe. It's not He Man with the Masters and their story. It's the story about the Masters. It's their point of view, you know, of what's happening. So He Man being there or not, lack of him being there or not, present day. No, but you get nice flashbacks with Tila, and they explain that as they go on. So this episode, they get into Snake Mountain. Mm-hmm. They find some other uh, 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 Skeletor's chronos, cronies. Mm-hmm. You know, They've now gone to a new religion. They're like, oh, we're done with Skeletor and the way he was doing things and his ego. You know, It's Triceraclops, who's yeah. now the head guy running things, along with uh, Lockjaw. Yeah, Tri- Triclops. Triclops? So it's Triclops, Triclops, sorry. Yeah, Triclops. Triclops. That's right. And, and Lockjaw. And right. Lockjaw. Oh. It's hilarious. When I saw Lockjaw, when I saw Lockjaw from, from before, I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. That's nice. He looked nice. And, and Triceratops. Yo. That was my boy. I, liked, I always liked him because he came with, you know, he, he's got, you know, the turning eyes and all that. He's got his weapons, right? Then he always had those, like, three spheres that, that, that would chase people down, and they all made an appearance. Everything, everything made an appearance. Everything was there represented to the true nature of the character from the source material that existed before in the mini comics, the regular comics, because at one point they were written by DC. Uh, then it went over to like IDW or Image that were writing those comic books. Mm-hmm. The filmation, they, they really got a lot of the background in there as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Listen, you're talking about the purists and stuff like that. Listen. Mm-hmm. With that particular aspect, that part of the, the, the storyline is when they're basically converting people to the 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 new religion of technology yes. versus versus sorcery and magic. And like you said, <clears throat> he was saying, Listen, we've been following Scarlet Skeletor all this time and he keeps baffling up and dropping the ball. He listen, sorcery was never good, it never worked, you know, magic never worked. We're going with technologies. And then you started seeing basically nanobite nano nanobots and i'm like thinking we're, we're we're bringing we're bringing nanobots into this i'm like okay so when it went into them when they drink drank it from the, the the goblet and drank it and i'm like thinking, okay how are we gonna look how are we gonna look but we did see a clip of someone who had a face that looked kind of cyborgish you know had yes, an eye yes, yes. and everything like that so we will he's like hmm i wonder if it'll turn into that but i was so intrigued that when the person changed and turned into a cyborg his hand the way the hand looked it looked like the toy it yeah. looked like the A's version and i'm looking on that i'm like again source material source material i'm like this is this is looking proper you're not trying to smooth it out to make it look nope. like rounded whatever it's nope. like boop, 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 squared up yep and i'm like 
the blade coming out, splitting down the middle and everything like that, and that looking still robotic squared like the toy. Thank you. Man. Source material, baby. Source material. That, that it's was, done. That was it. And then, you know, they go, they, they get that, that goblet that they needed, mm-hmm. right? They, you know, Tila and Andrea, they end up escaping. Um, even when they're leaving Snake Mountain, they're going by those two pits. She takes like a little throwing star, throws it in the pit, and wakes up the creature with all the tentacles. That's yes. there once again from the toy. Um, and then fighting all the, and they escape. That, that way is there in Snake Mountain. So it's called Snake Mountain. It's supposed to be big. They make their way back. They give the goblet. They're both to walk away. And then that same, you know, woman turns around and says, hey, um, I'll give you twice as much if you escort me here. And it's like, okay, well, where do you want to be escorted? And, you know, once again, it's kind of causing divide. Uh, Castle Grayskull. What? You know we can even get killed for just being on site for Castle Grayskull? It's a forbidden. King Grandor made it a forbidden zone. And that was, that was when I heard that. I'm like thinking, okay, so he's either still bitter or he's basically isolating. That's like a dead zone. No one is supposed to be there because Bitter. of how that have, how that has affected my life. I want no part of it. No one can have part. If you go in there, you're gonna be banished, killed, dead up, you're dead off. You're dead. Yeah. So I thought I heard that. I'm like, wow. Again, if it's five years, ten years, how long? Landlord still got that lockdown. Like, no, no one can go by there. Again, the puppy eyes of, I need adventure. Listen, twice this the is money. new to me. Twice the money. This is new to me. This is what I live for. You, uh, fine. You're not going to survive unless I go. Dang it, the Francis. <laughs> yeah, but when Snake Mountain, I mean, so Castle Grayskull. Castle Grayskull. And they and they get there. And when they get there, they they call. You know, they get there. They they get her there safely. And she's like, oh well, I just need to do this. And then they call her out. It's like, okay, Evelyn, what's your plan? Right, like if you if you have a keen ear, you can tell that was Eva Lynn from before because you know the mm-hmm. actress, and that's the actress that was um, from Game of Thrones. You know, she played mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Connor on TV for this uh, Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I was a fan of. She's done a lot of other movies, uh, English actress, and she's you know. So I caught the voice, but the, the fact that the characters knew it was Eva Lynn the whole time. Mm-hmm. So at first, that, it shows you where her. Her mentality is like for Tila. Tila knew it was Evil Lynn the first time, right? Even though she was disguised as an old woman and mm-hmm. went along with it just to get money. <laughs> like she really doesn't care anymore. Right. And then went off in the second mission just to see how it's playing out because that's where Andrea was like, well, you know, you don't trust her. I don't trust her, but we got to make sure that someone keeps an eye on her just in case. Okay, right. let's let's see. And they get to Castle Grayskull and I was like, all right, what are you really planning, T- uh, Evil Lynn? It was like, oh, you knew it was me? N- yeah. I mean, she's a mercenary, not stupid. <laughs> But, right, and and that's where the whole thing comes out. You find out that you know the sorceress is still there. Mm-hmm. They they're all working together on some plan to bring magic back, save the universe, right? Save people, and it's like okay, I'm gonna go along with that plan, right? You know, and, and see after all the explanations there, you see a couple of flashbacks with Tila, and um, sorry, Tila and uh, and and, and He Man. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think overall the episode, it really set the tone for what was about to come. Right. You know, I made the plan of saying, oh, well, we needed to, to get these objects back. You know, uh, Evelyn went in this whole thing of, I shouldn't have, I should have been a leader. I shouldn't have followed Skeletor for so long. I, right. I should have been my own person. 
you know, and she and and really convinced because I was all on board for this. Like, oh, really? Okay, yeah. so you're, you're kind of falling. You're, you're falling, kind of getting away from being under his shadow because you're pretty much on par with what he is. You've always been there as like number two. Yeah. Right. It's like Starscream saying, "Hey, I'm going to be my own person. I shouldn't follow Megatron." I, and you know, Starscream for years is trying to get rid of Megatron, and then in the series, he he, become, he turns into a good guy. Depending which series you're watching. Mm-hmm. Or reading, you see Starscream turning into a good guy trying to save Cybertron, you know, and then of course he he goes back to his ultimate plan of being himself of trying to screw everybody over. Okay, Starscream, right? So Evelyn <gasps> lays this exactly. Evelyn lays this all down. She's good to go, um, you know, and ready to start. And she starts doing her whole speech. Okay, gets Teal on board. Andrea's on board, and then. You know, the sorceress wants to say something, but Teela stops her. Right. <laughs> you know, so that was a good, like, segue episode. To me, episode two was a good segue episode from season, sorry, episode one, going into episode three. Well, let me just, let me just Go pause ahead. right there, though, because there's a point that she was still pissed. Oh, Teela was, was still pissed. She was still pissed at sorceress and everything, because now here's a problem. I want to have everybody understand. Visually, they went to Castle Grayskull. She had to go inside Castle Grayskull and they met up with the sorceress. When they met up with the sorceress, the sorceress is downstairs back in the same room where everything happened, a.k.a. five years ago. Yeah. So as Tila yeah. came in, Tila still sees the burnt marks of her best friend get up, but up, dead up in that corner there. It's still stirring up. And all these plans of trying to bring back magic and everything like that. She was not. Re- she wasn't down for the beginning. Nope. She was only down because of a certain person by the name of Cringer, who had to have that heart to talk, heart to heart talk. Listen, I know you're scared. Who knows more about scaring than me? Yeah. I'm the scared master. I got doctors. I got PhDs. I'm being scared. Come That's on, right. people. I can teach That's class. Right. Come on, class in session. You and it showed that Cringer kind of got over some of his fears for how it seemed? I, I, I don't know if I take it... Yes, take it that he got over his fears, but it no, shows that he, I he grew up. Yeah, some, some, some. No, but I mean the fact that he he grew up. He became yes. a little bit mature and yes. realizing that now you're, you're, you're also, again, the same thing like I said about the previous previous revelation or uh, the 64 from the, from the early days, the, the filmation went... Cringer was always shown to be the scaredy cat, the scaredy cat, the scaredy yeah, cat, no matter yeah, what. Yeah. Mental note, pause. To the very beginning of the episode of episode one, they were having the, the festival, um, the party for right. Tila, and <laughs> fireworks were going off, and everybody was saying, oh, we're having fun. No one should be scared. All you see, to remind everybody who's the master scare cat, man, Cringer, Cringer underneath, the, underneath the, the table. Is it over? Is it over? We're under attack. I'm like, brother, come on, brother. He said, no. I can understand you're scared. Just don't say you're under attack. But you know it should be fireworks. Yeah. Except that it's fireworks scared and not attack scared. But I digress. But at least now he's having a conversation with her. Mm-hmm. He's now showing some maturity and having a conversation yep. and saying, listen, I know that uh, I know what scared is about. I think I might have an idea what you're scared about. You shouldn't be scared. Listen, you're the one who named me Cringer. I was yep. a little pup. I was a little cub. No one, uh, you the one called me Cringer. 
Yes. And I'm dead sure that's an episode there. I'm, 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 I wonder if there's a flashback. There's a flashback. I do believe there's a flashback in filmation when uh, Cringer first that's, comes aboard. Yeah. And I think so. That's why my head is like that. So it's perfect. Deep cut. Deep cut. Source material. Source material. Deep cut. So you got that. Now you're getting a pull. You're, pull, you're pulling on a heartstring. The man's yeah, going feels, into her man. feelings. The, the man's going, he's, he's like, tiger, tiger claw. Into her feelings. <laughs> I pulled her in. But it was a good it was a good talk. She needed to hear that. It was beautiful. And that's what I'm saying that for him to make that conversation. Right. If Sorceress was to have a conversation with her, yeah. it's a 50-50, it will get through. Right. But for her to get the conversation from him, realizing yes. that it had to come from him and it was perfect that yeah. you now see the maturity. And this is the part I want to say. Everybody was making it seem like Cringer is scaredy cat, scaredy cat, scaredy cat from back in the filmation days. We're now saying that the boy has basically got a little girth. He got a little, a little courage, yeah. And and, and at least a little maturity to know yeah. I gotta have to. I'm this conversation might have to come from me. Forget every, I'm gonna listen. I got her. I got her. Tila, Tila, it's me. <laughs> Crawling up up to her, and, and he realized he had to make that conversation. Yeah. Um. So I was like, beautiful. So that was how we ended off the second episode because yeah. it was it was good. Because at that point she's like, oh, the silly cat. And that's when she started hugging him up and, and giving the old little yeah kind of loving up. She got back in her feelings. She remembered. She remembered right. like, the good times with it, and it's kind. Of, and I think she that's where she's starting to heal. As a person, she's starting to kind of finally yes. mourn because the whole time yes. she left up to that point, she was angry, fully, fully, fully. Full she walked out full of anger, five years of anger, mercenary anger, taking out people. I want to deal with you people, re pay pay, re pay pay. Anger. This was yeah. the crack in her armor to let some feeling to get some type of remorse out yes. and get some healing back in. That was that. That was it. She Cringer. needed that though, because and you're right, it had to come from Cringer because anybody else would have been like, okay, shut up, I'm not bothering with you. But coming yeah. from Cringer, who was also Adam's best friend, right. it's almost like, well, if that I'm was, able, that was the other line too, right? If I'm able to forgive or or, or see, mm -hmm. then so should you. You right. know, it was and, like I didn't know who the true Adam was. Like, the, right, I was about to get to that point. Yeah, go ahead. He said because he was saying like, you have to understand, Tila. He didn't tell you because he already trusted you. You you were already in his confidence. You were one of his confidants. He didn't feel he had to tell you per se. He just knew at the time came and he when he tells you, because he would have told you in a proper manner, you would have accepted it along that line. But you followed the wrong way, but yep. he trusted you. He trusted you with your life. He man is only a bigger version of Adam, but it was still Adam. If Adam went into battle with you, he trusted your life. He trusted his life with you. He-Man, who is one of the masters of the universe, one of the most powerful men in the world, still had trust to say, listen, if my life get dead up, I know I don't have to worry my life dead up if she got my back. Yeah. I got her, she got me. My life ain't dead up. I know I can get through this. And you see clip back of them working together, doing yes. some techniques. And I was later on, I said, yeah, yeah, what, what? Lasso! <laughs> Lasso of feet. What? Lasso of feet in your head. Sorry. Five across the eyes. Foot across your eyes. Foot across the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Big toe stick up your eye. Right? That's it. That, 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 was... Come, that was perfect. And that's why I'm like saying that the, the conversation had to come from Cringer. Yes. Letting him know, letting her know that 
although you may have been the one person out of the crew that did not know the secret, you were one of the most trusted ones that he kept his, he, you know, he knew that he could trust with. Like you, you were, you were already in. Yeah. Yeah. You may not have seen the paperwork, but trust me, you were already in. The That's building. right. Right. That's Let's right. not carry on. Let's not carry on. Let's go. All so right. bam. Number three. three. Number three. All right. What? The, the most dangerous man in Eternia. And even when I heard that, I was like, listen, let me, let me, let me tell you, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you, let me tell you, cause let me tell you, let me tell you, tell me, listen, I'm going to say, um, as a side note, and this is just no bragging rights or anything like that. Mm. I love to watch, uh, fat man beyond, you know, with, with Kevin and Mark, yes. Mark Badarnan was, was the writer for this particular story. I can see Mark. Typing away. I'm sorry. This we're gonna get to the sequence of certain things, and I was like, "Damn you, Mark! Damn you, Mark! Damn you!" It was like on point. So the most dangerous man. When you see that, I'm like thinking, "Okay, if we're gonna go, the who do we think? If it ain't he, man, who's the next most dangerous man in all Eternia? Man at arms. Man at arms." Man at arms. I was like, I was like, yeah. If we're saying that name, that means we're going to see Man at Arms. Duncan's coming in. Okay. Man at Arms made everything. Okay, every vehicle, equipment, every piece of equipment, equipment, equipment. Every piece of equipment that that he man use. The the rest of the masters use. Bulk of them, ninety eight percent were made by Duncan. The other two were modified because they okay. found it by someone else. And you know what? Let me put a pause on that. Because in my head, I always associated, again, like I was saying earlier about the title of Man-at-Arms right. and Duncan, realizing is really the title of Man-at-Arms is that. Man-at-Arms is a title. He is a BA, he's the builder. He's the creator. Now, we've never went into that particular field of hearing if Tila was a builder. No, but she's not. She's not. Arms is supposed to be just a, a, a general. It's just that a Duncan general. himself Health is, 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 a is an inventor. He's a, he likes to invent. He likes, oh, that's yeah. his hobby. And he's that's able to, hobby. and he had the resources of the palace behind him. So when he wanted to create, create something, he didn't have uh, to go out and say, okay, well, I have to, um, I have to go out and save money or find someone to finance it. He resources would just say, well, here I am in the King's laboratory. I feel like making a jetpack. Uh, I need these pieces with this metal and this sphere. And okay, I'm gonna put it all together. All the resources were there. He right. didn't have to go and build anything. He didn't have to go and buy anything. Didn't. Didn't. It was there. There. Right. Didn't. As an inventor, you're always looking to buy. You, you know what you need, but then you have to go and either create it, or you have to buy it, or you have to find it somewhere to do it. Right. For him, you have the resources of a kingdom behind you. Fully. Fully. All right. Fully. So you walk into the labs, you look, and you're like, mm-hmm. I need this. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Give me that. Fuse this together. And that was his, that was his pastime. Yeah. That, so so Man at Arms is really a position of rank. Right. Duncan is an inventor. Right. Two different things. So so let's let's jump off on how this one started because it was this is this is where I see I see a touch of the mark. I see a touch of the mark. So <laughs> So if I remember correctly, they started out, you know, people are in line to get yes. um, some type of liquid. I was doing water. Everybody That's seemed like, it's like we're in rations and everybody's in rationing. Everybody has a cup 
Yeah. Small, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll be nice and say it's an eight ounce cup. I'm I'm, I'm looking as technical as possible. Eight ounce cup, and this man in a in a in a in a, in a shawl, you know, just just covering himself, whatever the case to be. Get your drip, drip, drip. Cool. A man, an older man was before him, you know, yep. had it, and he dropped. Now I'm thinking, okay, that's not at arms. I don't know what's in the water or whatever the case to be, but everybody that makes jokes, ah, oh, look at you, you go waste the last piece of drop of uh, eternity magic or whatever. I'm like, oh, magic. Yeah. So this is even more serious. So I'm like, okay. So I honestly, word of a lie. I thought Duncan was going to come help pick up the old man. I said, man, give me a cup. I'll, I'll just have to ration it. It's like once a day. That's what I was thinking I'll, too. I thought he was going to say, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll make do. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I got 24 hours before I have to come back here. All right. Yeah. yeah listen, go take care of your family, whatever case you do. But a man didn't do that. Yeah. The place get, the place get attacked up. And now here's where the Mark, here's where the Mark, uh, Mark Bernardin comes in. All these, me. all these styles and the man jumping around, fighting and, and, and taking off people and still holding. Can I make sure a couple of times I realized he's, Oh yeah, he's fighting, fighting, fighting. Wait, the man still got the cup in his hand. Then I see the man still got a cup in his head. Never I'm like, the cup. Oh, not a drop, a drop. And I'm like, yo. I'm like, okay, okay. So now Shaolin we're seeing stuff, man. This is what we're talking about. So this is where I'm seeing that man at arms. Again, we understand. Uh, uh, sorry, and time has passed. Keep in Go mind, ahead. he has no weapons. I'm... Man you. at arms has no it's... weapons. No man, armor, no, no arms, no armor, man. no weapons. He's there in his trousers, his shirt, and and his and his and his and his Please. cape, his with a hood, with his hoodie, and a cup. That's it. That's all. That's all he got. And armed soldiers came in from Triclops right. with a, a ship with a cannon on it. Yep. And and those troops, cyborg troops, started to attack. No weapons, one-handed, holding the cup, holding a piece of cup, and the man defeated people. Anybody who came within, basically anybody who came within arm reach, lost an arm. They got dash, they got that got scenario. Right, it's a scenario where you see a bar fight break out, and you look at that one guy who know you know can take out half the people at the bar. And he, and, and he, you know, the fight breaks out and you expect the, the guy to turn around and have a drink in his hand and he'll look at his friend and you see someone go flying across and you're like, ah, hold that's my it. beer. Listen, that, Duncan didn't it. do that. Duncan said, oh, never mind. I got this and held his own beer, so to speak. Listen, it's one of those things like a bar fight, but when you see everybody routing around like 48 hours, everybody's running around, riding around, but you see the one guy who's just still at the bar. <laughs> And realizing he ain't moving to avoid getting getting pushed up or anything like saying, he's the man to worry about the most. He's the man to worry about the most. So I, for one, was loving that we're seeing that particular fight scene because right. I'm trying to think up to that point, mm-hmm. there was there were fight scenes, whatever the case would be. But yeah. now we're getting to the tactical, tactical side of fighting techniques. The man is having to fight, throw people over, taking an arm, push it around, whatever the case would be, yeah. and throwing. And he was doing that's what I'm saying. It wasn't just like grab an arm, you say you draw it, or you say he grabbed an arm and dashed him over. What I heard what I saw grab an arm, turn turn his back, that's a bad arm for read technically I'm really happy and painting that one. So he's I'm flipping like this and I'm gonna think, oh right in 
take arm, flip like you know, twist it to the back. He turn myself that. detail right. That's that's where the mark. That's where Marky B comes in. That's where Mark B comes in. Mark B comes in at that point because when you hear Mark say these stories on the side of Fat Man, it's like right. You're know, like, man, just painting a good piece of picture for you. He's painting it out nicely. So I'm listening. Like, uh huh. So there's another part later on. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 I saw that and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's it. So he basically defeats everybody who came in contact. <laughs> this is basically that's the way to look at it. He basically defeated everybody who came in contact at this time. Right, right, right. You start to see Andrea comes in. Andrea comes in and she shouts out, "All right, I turned it off." So I like that that you now remind everybody because. The, there was a statement in the first time you saw her. She says um, Tila was saying that she's a vendor, or she's 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 good with she's she's um basically she's an inventor, or she's she's basically good with hands. So now giving me the imply implying that you know what, if Tila, if Duncan is the creator and Mana Arms title, Tila will be the Mana uh, Mana Arms title, and her yes. sidekick will be the Duncan with the creation and how right. to make stuff. Right. So. Yeah. I, I saw that. I'm like, okay, she's coming out. All right, I disabled this one. I'm like, oh, you, oh, okay, you, you, someone to deal with. Okay, no problem. And then everybody jumping in and catching him, and uh, caught up, caught up to him, and that was, that was beautiful. How he was apologetic. No, I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But 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 you can tell he's been holding on him for five years. Yeah, because he 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 got he got he got banished, and he's like said I can't look in the direction of the kingdom, or I'm gonna lose up my two eyes. Yeah, someone's gonna jerk me in my in my windpipe and kill me, and then at the same time, or just before I walk off, my daughter I come out the road and make a right. My daughter made a left, and that was the last I see my daughter for ten years, five ten years. That's right. He's been building up, holding up in his back pocket for the longest time. I see you. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He's gonna have to let that out. He's gonna have to let it go because it's it's been so long that he hasn't had a chance mm-hmm. to deal with any of that. Completely. He hasn't had a chance. He, no, 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 no chance whatsoever. I mean, what can he honestly say, right? So he's been holding out. So as soon as he got the chance, he's gonna turn around and start talking to her about that and getting that out there. Um. So, you know, he finally get that out there. You know, of course, Eva Lynn's there. She kind of cuts the family drama once again duncan's about to say hey you know she's yeah. like, okay, oh, that, was, that was another thing yes yes it's like okay you know what no more secrets i get that no problem i understand da, 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 da. You let know, me tell you one more thing let me tell you one more thing and right away even lynn's like no we don't have any more time for family drama so it I makes it. me it makes me suspect that even lynn even realizes that tila has to be the daughter of the sorceress unless they're going to do a total misdirect on that because every time someone goes to tell Tila, they always Tila either stops them or someone else stops them or something happens that that that's, that one line never gets out. So I don't know if they're actually just come out and say, okay, you're the daughter of the sorceress, and then see how the show wraps up, or um, if it's gonna be a, something totally misdirect. Uh, that I don't know, but it, I'm assuming that's uh, what they're trying to tell her. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's a holdout. Again, you, I'm looking at it that we're we're being realistic with this particular show. We're being upfront. We're moving. We're trying to move at a fast, faster pace. So these are questions we're trying to answer. We're trying to answer questions from the the original series. Yes. So they've been answering questions, answering questions, answering questions. This has been a question that has been on many people's minds for life, for life. So you're expecting for someone to at least announce it. So 
at least they gave us now two opportunities. They didn't answer it, but you brought it so close to the forefront that now it's only us as the viewers who know. I bet you that was that, that was that was the question. The question was going to come right there. The question was coming yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. The question they, they're, 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 they're about to let it out. They're about to let it out. Ah, happy trails are again. These people just mess me up. You oh, know, man. you're getting vets turning over tables, but we're getting close. We're getting close. So I think now that we know it's going to happen towards, it's, we know it's coming. So it's yes. going to be the reveal. The reveal is going to. It's I'm wondering. Finale. Yeah. Not a season. I mean, like the, the next the, episode. The, I mean, the next, the next batch of episodes are going to come out. It's, it's, yeah. If he's only doing two parts, kind of thing to it, six episodes each. I think the reveal comes out in, in the next. It's five. It's five. It's five. It's five. It's five, it's five parts actually. I mean, oh, it's, it's five, five parts. Episodes. Five episodes. Five episodes. This part one. Yeah, it's... I don't know how many parts they're doing, but this is five episodes, not six. This is five episodes for this one. This one oh, has only five episodes. No, no, it's only five. It's only five. It's only five. All right, my bad, my bad, my bad. So, so I, that's what I'm saying. The next part, I'm, I don't know exactly how many parts he's doing, but if mm-hmm. he's only doing, I'm not sure if he's doing only one more part, but um, if he is or three parts, I, I don't know. So I'd have to look it up. I'm sure people are already going to chime in and say, yeah, there's so many parts he's doing, but yeah. I should know. All right, well, I don't know. Sorry, but thanks for letting me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, we'll, I really we'll want to know, we'll but we'll at one point, no it's going to we'll be something big, right? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. I'm now trying to, I'm trying to roll the dice of who's going to say it because I'm not wondering like you're saying that for one. Was it Sources was gonna say it? Yep. She got knocked out. Yep. Duncan was gonna say it. Yep. He got knocked out. Yep. Now, am I going to expect uh Orko to say it? Mm, cringer? Eh. I personally feel maybe Adam. Maybe Adam will be the one to drop this bomb on her chest and he'll be able to say it. Unless you're gonna go back to one of them or both. Sorceress and Duncan's gonna be at the same place at the same time where all three of them, and then say, "Oh yeah, hold, let me hold your hands. We got something to tell you." Yeah, and I think we, it could be that. Is either either they're gonna hit them back at the same time, or it might be I, Adam. Well, I think. I mean, I know I'm jumping a little bit ahead through, due to circumstances. There's gonna be a situation where uh, well, I'm Adam's not trying to need, reveal all of that, but I hear it. Yeah, Adam's gonna need some kind of assistance. You know, and I, it's giving away. You know. Uh, he's gonna need some kind of assistance, and the two of them are gonna be there saying, "Well, we need to draw on X amount of magic." You know, um, I only have X amount of me. I need someone else to do it. And Teal's gonna be like, "Okay, well, where do we get that person from?" Right. <laughs> Again, and that's that's what I'm saying. That someone's gonna say it. It might be the two of them say it at the same time. And it's that's where they're all gonna be around at the same time to say it. Right. And right then, say, "Baby, baby girl, baby girl, get your wings and fly." We we need to talk. <laughs> so um, so we can come to that. So basically. This happens. We now meet up with Duncan. Yeah. Uh, apologetic, whatever the case would be. And we see, I can't remember. I can't see, remember. This. Go okay. ahead. I was going to say, we see some of the other people show up at this point, right? So now this is the first time we see Orko come back. No, no, no. Well, we just be just before that. I'm just saying about the why. About the, the why, why do you need to take this magic home? Oh, yes, yes. I need yes, to take yes. this for a friend. I need to take this for a friend. So it's important that I need to get this back home as soon as possible. Right. We'll right. talk come with me type of scenario. I just need to get back home. And when you get back home, you see that he's basically providing this magical elixir for Orko. That's right. I was like, Orko, okay. The team's coming together, people. You know, the team like when a plan comes together. together. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, hey. so that was good. So yeah, go oh, oh man, go on. Yeah, so you see, we see Oracle come back. We see the state that Oracle is in because of the lack mm-hmm. of magic. Evelyn goes into saying that there's no more magic in Eternia. What has happened to everybody else? 
you know, mm-hmm. and then let's jump back for half a second. The episode before, you know, whatever little bit of magic was still left was given to, you know, Eva Lynn to carry on for this quest, so to speak, right? So this is why they're on to try to get this uh, redone. So, you know, no one has, so Oracle being a magical creature has no magic to draw from. So it's essentially he's dying. Right. Right. And then we see um, the creation, uh, Roboto. You know, mm-hmm. that was created by by Man of Arms. Man of Arms. Who, yep. Yeah, who has Man of Arms, Duncan's memories from a certain age back, and he's still there. And I'm like, and serving them. So I'm like, this is nice how you're introducing it and how certain characters are with certain characters. It makes sense. I see the dynamic. It makes yep. sense to me. I'm Good all people. for I'm all for that. So because, because. Good. you know, it, it goes, it shows you how okay, we gotta go forward. This is the plan, and they finally come up with a plan saying, Well, we needed someone to forge, you know the swords when we get them back um, and a master forger, which is you and Duncan yeah. saying, well, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm, I, I, I'm, out. I, I'm out. I even so much as touch any of that. I get executed. I've already been exiled. I've lost everything else. You know, I've lost you, Tila. I, I up my eyes. Right. <laughs> but they had a heart to heart. They, they seem to come to an understanding and it was slowly coming together. It wasn't like over. Oh, okay. Everything's back to normal. It was, it wasn't even a hug. It was more of a handshake. And that yeah. episode with the two of them. So now they come up with a plan to go forward. They say, okay, this is what we're going to do and, and go about it. So they agree that the, the Roboto is going to go with Tila and the rest of the ragtag posse, the rat pack there. And Duncan's going to mm-hmm. go back to Castle Grayskull, even though it would get him like executed to go back there and defend the sorceress because she's like, really weak, you know, in case Triceratops doesn't attack. Right. Right. So mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to. So I'm like, okay, that that makes sense, works. I got it. Yep, case closed. Um, and then it kind of goes into the next plan of getting into the episode of uh, episode four, where they have to go um, and track down the swords. <laughs> well, so so so, right. Well, that's that's it. But episode three, they're still searching for the sword. They're still searching for the sword and everything right. like that. So this is where. They get to um, let's see now. So they do a quick memory, and this is where I'm going back to Mark, Mark and his writing skills, because <laughs> this is when they go back to a memory when it was Skeletor and them out in the sea with Merman, and they're basically had He-Man and Tila captured, and they were gonna cap, you know, basically gonna drown you out, and you will say Merman saying yes. Yeah, so when you when you're when you hit that with that portion where you're gonna convulse and you know your 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 ear die out, just remember, it was me, Merman. I'm the one to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I because he told you, Evil Lynn straight. He's like, you know what? You you know after Skeletor was gone, um, you could have taken over. We could have been ruling all of Eternia. I would have controlled all the sea. You could have controlled the land. We right. would have had Eternia under our thumb, but you yeah. didn't want to. And and so so that's a that's a perfect aspect of it so why i was liking the and as, as a quick note merman was 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 uh voiced by kevin conroy that part that could blind me in my that's head. right mr like, batman himself um batman. i i got a my family got me a cool cameo by kevin yeah. conroy for for my birthday oh my god i got a motivational speech from batman how cool is that that's we kept videotape put down every five years you find new media and you keep transferring it up man You're yeah going i'm not losing cassette, that cassette to DVD 
too. Listen, bird pigeon. I don't know. Somehow etch that into the wall. Put it on a hard drive. Put it on a new hard drive. Put it on a thumb drive. Put on right. SSD. Put on anything. Every few years, just keep updating. You got to keep that. To I'm not losing old. that, man. I would cry. I would seriously. I would uh, no, no. I got a motivational speech from Batman. You're damn right. This is why I'm here. Thank you, Kevin. Um, no so, so, so my <laughs> jo- my my thing was with the uh, with the Mark part of it again is um. Now we see the writing again of the power of Mark Bedardin. So right. in the flashback. So I'm doing my research at the same time you talk. No, 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 no. So on the flashback, you see that uh, Merman had his henchmen grab uh, He-Man and Tila, dash him in the water, take them down a couple, take them down about like 50 feet, boys, drown them out, drown them out. That's all I'm asking. So they do that. They jump in the water, hold your breath, you're going in, and you're going to convulse. But all then you see under the water, all you see is someone coming, something coming towards them. Then you see it's, it's man-at-arms basically doing an underwater scuba scuba attack, coming in and just rolling in, whatever, and then just pew, pew, just dash out people, kick out. Uh, He-Man had his arms in type of uh, handcuffs behind. Precision. Man, the man is, you got to think of it. The man is falling down like this. This man is driving in like this. Right. Yourself, pew, pew. To catch, to hit exactly on the buckle, on the on the bra- on the handcuff, to explode it and break it open. Bam! You know, precision typing, precision um, writing, no problem. Here's my best part: they now come back surface. Ah, Duncan comes, grab them both, and then power jet them up. They jump out of the water, land on the deck of the ship that was Merman. Right. Then, then this is all Mark Bedard. This is like tactical. All is like team on fighting, team is fighting. But Man of Arms, Man of Arms is taking down like three to five to seven people. And he's taking his clamp, like extending grappling hook, grabbing. And then doing some alternative flips. And then doing, he's just doing all like Shaolin type of tactics. And I'm like, nonstop. Stop it. My favorite move is when, when Merman grabs him and throws Duncan off the boat. And Duncan very calmly turns around, mid, does a twist in mid-air, shoots Come the claw. On, the claw Yo. pulls him back towards Merman, and he kicks him in the head, you know. And then another guy goes to get him. He goes, Come fights on. one guy, grabs the arm, twists behind him, takes the claw, pulls the claw, starts pulling the guy towards him, and then that's kicks the guy who was in front of him into him so they bump their heads together. Like technical, That's technical writing right there. That's what I'm like saying. Like, yo, I saw that. I'm like, Okay, Mark. Okay. I'm just telling you, that was like, that was precise fighting tactical skills, and you're just showing that the skill work that Mana Arms had. We saw it in the first, in the opening sequence of this episode. We see this in his memory. You're just showing that this is the reason why he was the captain of the guard at the time. This is the reason why he was the leader. This is the why he was a great tactician. This is where he was a great fighter man at arms. He had to know how to fight. You know, he just had to be able to arm himself in the fight. He's a man of arms. He's just like, his arm, his arm's ready. He's ready. Absolutely. He's ready for everything. So I was like, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. The, the, the last time I seen such detailed stuff like that in a serious show, I mean, I, I watched the fight scenes in, let's say, um, you know, Family Guy, where it's Peter versus the chicken. And I said this before. But that's, that's always been a sad. That's awesome. Right. Those ones are really detailed fights and how they go on, even though it's over the top. The last time I read something like this, it was, um, uh, 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 what's his name? So, oh, my God. The Forgotten Realm series with Dritz, uh, the re- author of that series, he writes the fight scenes just like that. If you look mm-hmm. at the, you know, with uh, Brunar, uh, Dritz, the the uh, the Drow, uh, you know, the Dark Elf, the, yeah. uh, so uh, um, 
R.A. Silvestri. Uh, um, if you look at those, for, I know I'm mispronouncing names, so forgive me. Uh, uh, but yeah, you read Forgotten Realms and you read any of the books with Dritz, you know, the Crystal Shard and right. anything else along oh, those lines. Oh, Dritz! You said, as soon as you said Dritz, yeah, it just, and then click in. Yes. Oh my gosh. You I'll read write. those books. He does yes. a detailed telling of how the, the, the fights break down when it, when they're encountering the okay. monsters fighting other people, the swords fight. So when it's Dritz versus uh, Ar- Armathis, um, the, you know, the assassin thief there, and they mm-hmm. get into their sword fights. It's, it's, to me, it gives me the image of understanding dark elf fighting skills. Listen, I, anytime, that, I, that's, a good, that's a good parody. That's a good one. Definitely, that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut because I remember reading those books as well. And uh, probably got a couple from you, and that's probably the reason why I fell into fell into um, Dritz. But yeah, that was where it was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't read. I'm like, yo, this is I can visualize people getting themselves their head top knock off, and it's like, oh, yeah, it makes the sense. foot it makes placement, sense. how he does the arms, the twist, the pivots, the, how he explains all that, the, the body rolls. Oh, come on, the, man, that's that's close. The, 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 I will say you have yours. Uh, my other parody that I would say is yeah. in anime and everything, cartoons, is uh, Young Justice. Whenever yeah. you're seeing, whenever you're seeing Nightwing, Dick Grayson fight, there is tactical action. again, you're making, you letting us understand that he 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 can fight. Um, the um, Arsenal when it was the episode when it was Arsenal, like the three clones, and Dick yeah, was doing they that. Had one. Their, um... Yeah, and they had security, their security. The security gun. The security gun. <laughs> Yo, that was that was again good tactical. At least the drawing aspect. Like strong of bow was security good. or something it like that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Strong bow security, exactly. But that that's it. So those are a few that you can see as prime examples. So again, the writing in this one was good. It was drawn out properly. I yeah, I can good vision, pacing. Good pacing. You can visualize everything like that. So I mean, let's not you know we're gonna we're gonna end off with this one. I'm mean, gonna end. We're gonna definitely do the other two later on. Okay. Uh, come back and do that one. But Sounds this good. one, not, we're not we're not ending right now. But we're just gonna finish this episode. So yes. with this episode right now, at this point, they're on their way to the um, hell. Basically, yeah. they're on their way to yeah. hell. Yeah. To retrieve it, and they're going through different. You know, we're, we're, we'll jump a couple of parts, whatever the case would be, of where they were. They basically got they came down together into hell, basically quote unquote hell. And they got um, not separated. They were probably close to each other, but they were basically in their own little vision. Like they were in their two own pairs. personal hells. Yeah. So they went into the realm, hells. but then they got wrapped up in their own personal um, hells. Yeah. Their, their yeah. fears got personified. So even though they're standing right beside each other, they don't even realize they're that close because right. it just seems like they all got separated right. and they have to deal with their biggest fears or, 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 or you know, and it's just personified at that moment. Right. And this is beautiful that it was um, Andrea and Roberto, Orko and Evelyn, and Attila was by herself. Yeah. So Roberto and, and uh, Andrea, I can't fully remember how. I know they defeated. But oh, the Beastman fair... was there too. Oh, sorry. Beastman was in that one too. Yes, Beastman, because he was, he was already on oh, the sorry. boat. So, yeah, Beastman was there. Right. So he, it was the three of them. So it was like three, right. two, and one. Right, right, right. So they defeated theirs. Uh, Orko and Evelyn, they defeated, you know, being feared of um, people from our... our uh, the shadow someone beings. Someone from... Or- shadow beings, basically, from Orko's yeah. world, basically. Yes, yeah. That, that was that. But it was, it's the reason why I want to say everybody was defeating their own fears. It was the last fear that with, with Tila, that was very specific. 
And it was great that we were trying to figure out what her fear is. And then when they realized your fear was Adam, I mean, sorry, um, He-Man leaving you, they realized, no, your fear is yourself. And the, and the fear turned into that. But when she defeated and she said she accepted, that was a great thing. She accepted the fear yes. and realized she could build off of it. If you remember, I think that was the episode where she was starting to glow. Yes. And this ring of energy came out from her. And I'm like, eh, eh. All right, all right. Uh, well, I see here. But, boy, I see something. I'm wondering, I'm wondering which daughter. I wonder which daughter who does that. But we ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing, but I was wondering who does. So, again, it was perfect that it was it's giving us now the confirmation that this information will be revealed in this show at some point. Yeah. So now those questions that we've been getting so close to hearing, right. it's going to be revealed sometime. Now it's happening. It's going to happen. So that was perfect. They defeated. Everybody came together. But then um, the great thing, too, as a side note, when they were getting closer to this realm, yeah. Oracle was getting better. He was getting a little bit stronger because, again, he was being depleted of eternal magic, Eternia magic. Yeah, I think it's two things. Depleted with eternal Eternia magic. And second of all, he was finding confidence in himself because you find out or- or- Oracle's, Oracle's true name. Right? Yeah. You know, Oracle, as we know, we always call him as Oracle. When he mm-hmm. said he was born, and it's true, when he was born, he was a young kid and his parents had high hopes for him. So they mm-hmm. gave him a name. But because he was so young, he couldn't say the name. So he always said Oracle. And then when he started growing up and he was just kind of bad at magic, where other people mm-hmm. were able to do spells that he should have been able to do at the same age and he wasn't catching on. They right. just said, okay, yeah, your name's Oracle. They never gave him his true name. Mm-hmm. And it was Evil Lynn that turned around and said, oh, so your name is Oracle. He was supposed to be named after like a, a high, you know, Oracle uh, in his, is someone high up, you know, they, it, it, it's like naming someone today, uh, um, something you hope them to be, right? So it's like- right you know, give him that name as a prestige confidence. for you to have confidence to grow into it. And because he never grew into it, he used this comedy since he seemed himself as a joke anyways, because he couldn't do well. He just played it more up as the jokester as trying to be serious. And he finally started kind of, maybe things started to click with him and he started really casting those spells. So magic being back, starting to get a little bit of confidence. Cause he finally opened up. I don't, he's never told anybody that aspect about himself. Maybe he, right. uh, on camera, maybe off camera, right. he told that to Adam, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and Adam probably would have known. Maybe he would have done that with Cringer, right? right. May, maybe, maybe, but even said it's to the sorceress because I know he used to have maybe. conversations a lot of times with the sorceress. So maybe the Correct. the sorceress would have known his true name. Maybe Cringer would have yeah. known his true name. Adam, I'm not sure, right? Because right. Adam, if he knew his true name, would have probably called him his true. So I don't know about Adam, but I believe maybe Cringer and the sorceress would have known his true name. So when he got that little bit of confidence and that boost of magic, you saw how dangerous he could be. Yes. Yes. And and that was it was great that we saw we saw Orko in a different light. We saw him as a confident person. And you saw him in his real feelings. He wasn't trying to be the goof. Yeah. 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 He had a thing. real conversation. He wasn't trying to be the court jester. He he really was like, Look, this this is who I am. This is how I am. This is how my family looked at me. He expressed about his family and mm-hmm. and you know, having disappointment um with it because they had disappointment in him. It was deep. Yeah, it was deep. It was deep. It was, it was deep. It was deep. Wow. So I got to say, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, we can go on. I just realized we actually went into the fourth one. 
we went into we touched into the fourth one. I just realized I touched into the fourth one. So the fourth one is the land of the dead. Oh, my bad. Okay, so, oh, you know so no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was me. I kind of think I think I went into that and I didn't realize it, that I jumped into there. That's okay. So, so we 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 gonna leave the the last one. Run that yeah. time and we gonna go into it yeah. and then we're gonna go. So we're gonna cut this one off here. Right. We're gonna go into the last one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we'll come I, back and do four. We'll come back and forth. We didn't finish four. We didn't finish we, four. We so we'll come back. We'll finish four. Mm-hmm. We'll do we'll five. Do four again. And mm-hmm. then we'll go into our personal thoughts and what more we want to see from yeah. this. So clearly yeah. you can see we're more team yay than team nay. We're we're yeah. team yay for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> On that note, this mm-hmm. here is Barry 3D. And I'm here and with this is Rod C. Yo. What? And this is the Iconist Podcast. <laughs> and remember, this whole world we talk about started with a piece of a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. And may the power be with you. By the power of it. I shot at the